Hello, and welcome to the Salacast on Sunday, the 10th of September, 2023. I'm your host, Dan Train. Join me today, Zachary Burgess. In a room that's still hot, but with one less person in. And Robert Kemp. Man, that's, that's, a, that's a bunch of time in September. God damn it. Just saying. <laughs> Stealth summer. Yeah. It's a bunch of hot. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like the hottest day of the year, wasn't it, yesterday? Yeah, it was like yesterday. Officially. Yeah. Oh, man. That was a bad time to be out. <laughs> mm. was Were you running? The... No, 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 no. Oh, God, okay. God no. <laughs> I wanted to check. I, I would have sacked that off harder than... Although, apparently, they were running, like, Coastal 10. Yes, I say that probably knew, helps. Like, yeah, Coastal 10 in Felix, though, was, was, was running yesterday morning, and it's like, oh, God, that would have been the absolute worst. I'm so glad I didn't sign up to that. <laughs> the coast, you get a bit of wind. Yeah, a little bit. It still would have been absolutely... And it's morning, also. <laughs> Morning-ish. Morning-ish. It was still a 10-miler. It'd still be like... Sure. Two, two, I mean, it was still a lot of running. Yeah. It would still take me two hours. I'm slow. Well, it would probably take me three of the way I am right now. I probably wouldn't finish the way I am right now. <laughs> it would take you an infinite amount of time to go 10 miles. <laughs> exactly. I've never DNF'd a race yet, but like that that would that would probably do it. It was just atrocious. Just atrocious got to that point where my face was so salty that any hint of it like drip towards my eye and it's just like oh that's that's painful <laughs> it was gross fortunately i was doing something pretty fun i was a, i was a goodwood revival oh nice seeing old cars go brum brum man i must be lucky you weren't inside the whole the old cars <laughs> yeah. Must god old. yeah i mean the yeah. drivers were like they were doing that thing that, old, that they do with old cars where they hold the door open like whilst they right. were like ha- having safety car laps because it's like because yeah. it, it was getting so hot in those cars and they're just Too like it's hot, just like well yeah. we're not actually racing right now <laughs> they just just all hold the doors open to cool down a bit yeah it's not like you have aircon in in one of those no they are super lightweight but um no it was pretty pretty rad um naturally so we how did does thing. it actually work like uh it's a track is it is it like a hill climb type thing no, Not no. Really. i mean i mean i think i think there is a hill climb course in and around goodwood somewhere um right but, but that, no this is this is like there's a full-on track that used to be like back back in the day it used to be like one of the like highlights of the the, the f1 circuit that you know it was, it oh, was really? on, you know like ages and ages ago like you know, it's just of, like pre-brands hatch type yeah that kind of thing um yeah it's super old and it's still styled like super old like it's never really right. been like updated to modern gear or what well, i mean it's a bit more right. modern but you know what i mean it still has that look you know we watched does like, it have you know we watched like Le Mans. Or... Oh yeah, a few. Yeah, yeah. You know we watched Le Mans sixty six recently. It's like it's yeah, st- yeah, yeah. it still looks like that, right? It's um, AKA Fraud versus Ferrari for yes, our American for the... uh, listeners, which I think is the actual name of the film, right? I presume. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. I guess it would. Be, that must be the official title, right? And they changed it for yeah. us for some reason. But I, I definitely prefer Le Mans sixty six as the name. Makes, mm. makes more us... sense. But they were going for a. Like a, I mean, I don't know if it makes. Yeah, I don't know if it does make more sense. It makes like a marketing thing. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not not sure sense really comes into it. Ford versus Ferrari does also work. I just, I just like it less. Yeah. Anyway, I I think like maybe the problem with both of those titles is they're just very literal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just like either of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so is so is Candyman. It's a film about Candyman. Not your boy, Candy. No, not your boy. <laughs> not your theoretical boy. <laughs> it's your boy. This is a podcast about video games. Good job. Get that in quick, quickly. Um, 
no, it was pretty, it was pretty rad. We did the, we, we sort of had that like problem, I suppose, where it's like we were only there for one day rather than the full three day, and it's it takes you a bit of time to get the lay of the land if you've not done it before. So we were uh, obviously with Babs in tow. We we uh, rocked up a little bit late, missed, you know, missed a race, and uh, it was just like, well, okay, we don't know where anything is, and this place is massive, and you're trying to like figure it out and. So it's like a festival, away. literally, like a music it festival. Pretty much is yeah, I mean, racing. Yeah, kinda. There's like oh, there's. I mean, if you if you want to like, because it's revival and it's all sort of like trying to aim for like the fifties and sixties vibe, um, right? Yeah. Um, although there's some nineteen twenties stuff there as well. That was kind of cool. Um, that was probably my favorite race of the whole thing. Actually, these nineteen twenties old the whole whole clunkers going round. It was great. Nice. Um, they they weren't very fast, but they did like a Le Mans start, like run to the car kind of thing, and it was yeah. It was oh, a, it cool. Was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we didn't quite know what we were doing, so it took us a while to actually sort of like figure out. How it worked, where uh, you know we only found a good spot like a long way into the day, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. No, we'll sit, we'll come, we'll come here to watch stuff. That this is this actually seems quite nice because we didn't have like grandstand tickets because they're obscene, they're obscenely expensive. To be fair, the whole thing is obscenely expensive, but uh, uh, yeah, we do a grandstand would have been nice, especially yesterday. Would have been nice to have some shade. Um, it was friggin' hot and friggin' nuts, but uh, it's well cool. Um, yeah, I would like to if we, if, we, like, if we planned it a little better, I'd yeah watch watch more of the races and watch them well. If you know what I mean, like find get that get that yeah. good spot, get that nice, and just yeah. like that's what that's what I want to do for the day more than wandering around and look at. It's a dumb question, but how does it work if you're sitting spectating on a race? Can you, you know, you know, you can see which cars which, right? For a start, like mm-hmm. you can see the numbers or something, and but like, can you actually follow sure. like a race between if two? You know, if, if two people are trying to overtake each other, and it's uh, taking it's pr- place, I mean, over it's pretty laps. it's pretty difficult to do with your eyes. But mm, there's right. um, uh, you know, they've modernised certain parts of it. So you know, racing has been doing this for years for a very long right. time now, where there's big screens all over the place. Right, right, um, right. And uh, where we were sat, there were loudspeakers everywhere as well, so you could hear the commentary they were doing. Um, uh, and in fairness to them, the production quality, really very good, actually, like for them, like what they were putting on the screens and how the commentary mm. worked and stuff. It was a pretty slick production going on, um, you know, on screen graphics as well with the, the times of the cars and what's going on. It was, just pretty, it was pretty well done. Um, nice. But also, <laughs> uh, like the thing every circuit, I think, does is they, they go a bit low tech. Um, which makes sense because there was no Wi-Fi or no like internet available, which meant using the Goodwood app next to impossible. Um, but they, uh, uh, oh, that's classic how festivals do that, where they develop a whole app and then no one can use no it. No one can use it. There's no yeah. reception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was... or, or because like, and they test it like on the grounds and it works fine. And then suddenly when there's a hundred thousand people there, it doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Oh, mysterious. The, the, <laughs> like the, the cell towers overloaded. The contest, the contest, contesting congestion, contesting congestion, mm. uh, just overloads it or something. It just doesn't function. Yeah. But like, I, I was just, I wasn't even trying like any kind of Wi-Fi. I was just trying to use like 4G or whatever was, was apparently available, but it was not available. So it was uh, a difficult task. Anyway, they give you this, they go lo-fi on that stuff anyway. So there's, there's, they broadcast on FM. So uh, you can acquire um, little one earpiece, basically, that is hard coded to, to the channel, 87.7 FM Goodwood. Um, and then you can listen to all the commentary is just broadcast over that. So you can actually hear what's going on. Um, they did that at F1 as well when I was at um, Silverstone. They had a uh, um, 
you know, there was just a radio you could like tune in, which I should have really should have thought of. I thought I kind of thought the tech would have moved past that point and that it wouldn't be relevant. But like, I, I remember doing that from Stillvision, and I had my Walkman at the time that still had a radio function on it. Right. <laughs> oh. So I, I could have like unearthed that, charged it up, and took it with me, and I'd, we'd have had an extra, um, what model an extra was little that? radio. Oh, it was like one of those I flat. Um, there's one uh, similar to the one you've got, Zach. I can't remember yeah. what they were called, but like they were like in the MP3 era. I think my one but... does have radio. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used it. Although yeah. actually, I might have because like the thing is when you, when you're using the, the radio receiver on that kind of little so little Sony in this case Walkman, mm. it's using the headphone cable as the as the antenna, isn't it? Like that extends oh. the. That's how it gets any signal at all. Interesting. At least I believe that's the case. Because yeah, you could still use any head, a pair of headphones with it. Like yes. It wasn't limited, but um, yeah, that I mean, that worked well enough. I've, I've, I used that at Silverstone and it was fine. Um, uh, but yeah, so you're, you're, well, you're watching the screen still and you're still listening to your so It's a little bit like being at home, but you're getting all the benefits of being at home and watching the race like with the with camera work and stuff like that. But also you get to feel that thunder. And also if you're if you're those cars are loud maybe not in this case where it's a lot of different cars and a lot of different races but if you're like an f1 you might already know which corner is the one where overtakes happen so if you're you might, you if might you've go planned scared. ahead yeah. to buy the right tickets or whatever you know where to sit i mean i, I think they yeah generally where like race courses i believe they work by like you ha- you can get a grounds ticket which is effectively what we had we had grounds tickets so you you can find any any bank around the circuit <laughs> like just sit behind the fence you're good just just pick your spot um but if but if you want like an actual seat, then you gotta pay the big bucks and sit in the actual stands. Um that's 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 how they get you. That's why there's so many people just out in fields at F one and stuff. Well obviously it's like yeah, that also because it's already full, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is a bit of a shame actually, because the day we were there, it's like clearly those grandstand tickets didn't sell. Like you've got your pricing wrong, methinks, because there were loads of space in them. Um it's a bit of a bummer because it's like well everywhere the grounds everywhere around the rest of the course clearly everyone had like found their spot and camped out and stuff like that so uh, uh top tip to goodwood i think your pricing model sucks and uh yeah i think it was evident by the number of people not in the grandstand well or may- well i guess depending on when those tickets were sold but maybe maybe people didn't want to come when it was this hot uh it's all pre-book yeah so that's why you would have yeah. thought so so you can't do it on the day it probably wouldn't have been close enough to even get a weather report that would have made sense yeah exactly I well mean, we, we, i mean we, i guess we, you we could have gonna... though because like if the tickets were still available apparently you probably could have bought them maybe, pretty close maybe yeah i mean we knew it was going to be hot um so we didn't even pack any rain gear or anything we, we, we went i went coatless not even in the car just risked it um uh but it was fine but it was a good day it was a good day a tiring day my my body can't deal with the day after as well as it used to my body is no longer ready. <laughs> well, ready beforehand, definitely not ready afterwards. No. <laughs> That's what ready means. Post-ready. <laughs> post, I, I, we're in the post-ready era. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what Reggie would say now if, if he asked if his body was ready. I mean, he'd probably just meme it up somehow gonna be ready he'd probably talk about <laughs> an apple tv shaped like an apple just because that's the other meme yeah or whoever he works for at the time he'd find some way of like because he's a pro right he'd, he'd try he'd, he'd sell whatever he's working for yeah <laughs> just looking at the sony walkman they sell and there's one that's three thousand three hundred pounds what still they're still making <laughs> yeah one? yeah 
Well, that's their, their, I guess that's their thing, right? Because no one would buy a normal Walkman now because you've got a smartphone. So I guess they make a hi-fi one, which is nuts. Oh, I see. Yeah. But then hi-fi MP3, or I guess it would play FLAC, I suppose. Um, Yeah, presumably it plays lossless with like the most crazy amplifier, uh, headphone amplifier they can get into a small package, I guess. Yeah, I guess. What a weird market. Who's buying these things? Is it any or do people just like the Walkman name? I guess like as a sort of. I mean, of you style could get a normal thing. Walkman for like three hundred quid or even that. It's even quite even a lot of money. Well, yeah. The fact um, that they still exist is kind of fascinating. Yeah. I'd be I'd be yeah. more impressed if they were still making like a cassette tape Walkman. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool, like a retro. But yeah. it's not a very Sony thing to do. Yeah, but it'd be awesome. I bet there's companies that do make. Oh, I bet. Yes, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> With with the like bright orange crappy looking headphones, yeah, but with some kind of the most high quality thing they can actually get into that form factor. The form factor right? sucked, though. like obviously going, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. Going back, if if we were trying wear wear a pair of those now, that would that would be that no. would be the absolute worst. It's painful after like five minutes. I don't know how. People I mean, are. I'm not even anyway. too keen on wearing earbuds these days for very long. Like maybe my ears have aged. <laughs> Your ears are not ready. <laughs> my ears are no longer ready. Well, they don't. They don't fit properly in my ears either. Like no matter what bud I use or what rubber fitting, they always seem to like slip a little. Like I can't get that right anymore. I'm pretty happy with my, um, you know, with my AirPods or whatever they're called, AirPod Pros or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with them. Yeah, I mean, I've got um, my. But my... I don't. What I don't do is really listen to music with them anymore because I honestly I don't think they're they're perfect for podcasts, which is what I use like right, a nice yeah. deep sound for podcasts. Yeah, and then, and then like the little slippage. High, they're isn't... not hi-fi. Yeah, the, the little slippage out yeah, of your ear isn't exactly. so bad then, is it? Because it's like it, exactly. you, you just lose yeah. so much bass yeah. the moment they slip. Yeah, I don't think it's lack of bass that's the problem for for enjoying music with them. It's just they're not. I can just tell they're not. Right. I think my old wired ones that I used to have had better sound quality. Sure. Like, uh, yeah, um, I guess I haven't but, done a back to back because I've still got like basically the Samsung pods are made by us, uh, effectively made by AKG, but I think they've retired that brand since they came mm. under Samsung's wing. Um, mm. So I've got a pair of AKG wired and a pair of, and these buds. Mm. Um, both came with phones <laughs> that I bought. Um, mm. But But they've been, they sound pretty good to me. Not 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 great, you know. Not like proper over ear quality, but uh, but for you know for the form factor, pretty mm. impressive. And I like the fact that you know you, you, presumably the earbuds have this as well, like all the noise cancelling and stuff in, on the on the on the uh, pods are, are, are pretty great. Um, yeah, I mean, again, not over ear impressive, but but not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's good for my purpose, which is like if you turn it off on the tube, it's really noticeable. Yeah, yeah, turn yeah. It on, whatever. It just suddenly, like suddenly. Shit. Well, there's been times where I hadn't realised I got it on, and then I'll hold, like, do the hold on the left ear, and it will turn, turn. It will change the mode, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. really quite loud out here. <laughs> I mean, I suppose this is obvious, but the, in the deep level tube, it's freaking loud, mm. even when you're sat in the station and not even moving. Like, just I don't know. Oh, what, really? What like, the the, the, tra- the stationary train still? Yeah. Yeah, huh. it's just the I don't the know if it's the yeah the hum or the air 
It's yeah. not really I've got, got <laughs> they haven't really got air conditioning. Well, they've got, got air flow, but yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of actual movement going on in that thing. It's just, it's a noisy environment, that's for sure. Hmm. God, imagine yeah. using the tube yesterday. Uh, oh, God, yeah. That is like my, do that. That is probably my least favourite thing in the world. <laughs> like, Although, it's pretty high Lizzie, on that list of like things I do not want to do is go on the tube on a hot day. Though, the other day I did use the Elizabeth line, aircon. Impressive stuff. Oh. <laughs> Super nice. So, okay, like, so, maybe, so maybe I would have wanted to go on the tube on a hot day just to, just no, to sit on that train. the Elizabeth line is like, yeah, yeah is, is the one nice yeah, train. Yeah. <laughs> just get on that train um, and just do loops. It's fine. Um, they have actually started building the new deep level tube trains that will have some form of air con compromised air con or something but anyway they, they, there's photos of them Need driving around in right? but then how do they pump the austria does, i think but where does the heat yeah go? where does it go that's the big question on the deep level but i think they've got some kind of system but it's obviously not <laughs> so they just go into like some yeah. kind of like heat tank and then it just get just pumps out whenever they pull into a station there's like a little little hole it yeah. pumps into. i mean you make it water cooled and then you could but that would make the train too heavy but like yeah, if you could store the heat into like a liquid and then just pump it out while you're stopped well, unless, and, like, you transfer need, fresh unless you need in. a little bit of liquid right and so you ref, you literally dump and refuel it refill at every station well yeah if it was like um, if it was that little amount but because you could change it every like two minutes or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. maybe that'd be quite effective well i found an article explaining it but it would take too long to absorb <laughs> and tell you what it is but i've got, got some kind of idea of how to do it it's like 250 quid but i like that yesterday i was really thinking about like oh, maybe I should just buy one of those air conditioning collars. Collar, like, yeah, they're what, like round your neck. Yeah, they're like like literally like literally like just so, it's a like, very gamer thing to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite like a handle, like something. Yeah, close. <laughs> yeah they're, they're literally like a, like a big horseshoe you, you put you put around you put around your neck, but it's got like aircon that blows that cools you down. And it's like, wow. I think it'd okay. be for outside use. You'd be better off just getting it. You don't want an aircon collar for outside use. Jesus Christ. <laughs> At least keep it inside. <laughs> nah, man. I call the area around your head. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just, just blow it straight on me. And that's, and that's it. Except, you know, where does that heat go, really? Like <laughs> into the already hot environment. I don't care. Well, like, does it go to like your shoulders? <laughs> Is it like cooling your head, but warming your shoulders? Because like, oh yeah, where, where, where's the where's the eject? I guess it would have to be like just straight out, out sideways. Yeah. Blow hot air onto the people adjacent to you. That'd be the worst thing to wear on the team. Well, like, I'm cool. Fuck you guys. Unless, yeah, unless, unless the inlet is like from well, the, the back, is, like the back or something, or still bad. Yeah. It was tempting. I think if you're going Apparently to that thing, like what is it called? It's called the Kubo. No, not the Kubo. That's the that's the baby monitor, like the like the AICE or something. I think it's called the something AICE. You can buy a small air conditioning thing. Just buy an actual small air conditioning thing that you just put in the room or like against the window, obviously, because that's what you actually want. Outside, where my biggest problem is, <laughs> don't air condition outside. What you do? <laughs> just like. Sound like some kind of American, which is like you have to have air conditioning everywhere you go. I mean, I, I, mean, I think I do. I'm, I'm just that person now. I mean, it was so nice just being in the car driving home today. That was that was lovely. Yes, the UK road infrastructure is a friggin' nightmare these days. I, 
Really? I, I mean, I guess you guys don't have don't drive long haul all that much, but <laughs> it's like, all, all, and like hours of distance. But it's just like, oh my gosh, it's it feels way worse than it used to. Even when I was really? doing like, yeah, even when I used to do like four hour trips up north, like every yeah, other week or so. Like it's a uh, what's going on? Is it like under investment and stuff? Is it all broken? yeah? It's just it's just always traffic up to the up up right, to the gills. People, yeah. Just, yeah. just. I guess everything dipped d- during COVID, and now it's just gone. Yeah. readjusted back to. And to, and to some yeah. to some extent, it's like okay, a, a bunch of the trouble is because they are trying to improve the infrastructure. There's a whole, there is a whole lot. There's a lot of roadworks, um, mm. especially on the route if you're going to Goodwood or Southampton or down that way. You're going to hit stuff on the A12, on the M25. If you go the A3, you're buggered. <laughs> it's all um, some on the M3 as well at some at one point or. Yeah, there's just there's just roadworks absolutely everywhere, and in typical English fashion, it's like roadworks that will take like a year to complete or something ridiculous. There's some on the A14 outside Barry that isn't going to be done until like summer next year or something ridiculous. So um, it's just everywhere you go. It's everywhere you go. So you just you're just in traffic. Something something needs to be done. And I don't even drive all that much. <laughs> like, I only drive like. Two, two, maybe three times a week. It's not like I have. That's mm. not because of, because of work from home, right? It's like a most of the time, yeah. Painful. Sort it out. Those those that listen to this podcast with some kind of power, sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a whole article on Wikipedia simply titled "London Underground Cooling." <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, but I don't know how much more it says. It does say that regenerative braking is much better, right? Because, you know, then the energy right. goes back yeah. into the battery rather than into the heat. So that it's a double win, right? Regenerative mm. braking. Can't go wrong. So that's one good thing. Anyway, good words. Good word. Good, 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 good word. Good word. Good Good time. Uh, it, it, and it would be good. Good word. Were you to go? <laughs> okay, maybe I'll go next time. How's <laughs> things back it, at home? It's like, it's like, any, uh... What's the what's the price of a pint in London right now? I don't even know. Like a like, like a six, regular six. ass boring ass lager. It's, it's over five quid, obviously. So it's like six. Yeah, okay, okay. Because so it was I like think... it was like seven pound fifty for a pint at good. No, it's not. Like... It's not that bad. Well, six, seven pounds in some places. I had for Goodwood's own beer, which was the cheap beer. <laughs> Only had one of those. I can actually Google this. <laughs> is, uh, it, is, is there like the price of a pint in London? Like, oh, 590. Okay. Is that one of those things that's on like the economy index or something like the Big Mac or mm. whatever they call uh, that? I, thing? Think, I don't know. It probably should be. I'm sure it's more than this. Where's the price? I, I reckon in central, it's, it's definitely over six quid. Yeah, still like but two pounds no, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. We have to be in the right place and go to Weatherspoons. I mean, that 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 is you can go to Weatherspoons in London, in central London, and it mm. is cheaper. <laughs> it's not as cheap as it isn't in the in the sticks, but you know, but then you're in a Weatherspoons. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. I mean, beer is beer, but you're in a Weatherspoon. Uh, 
Anything else happening? How you, how you guys been? I've been busy, but how, what you been doing? I had a very near miss last night with oh. with creatures in in my kitchen. Creatures, <laughs> well, creatures. So our our kitchen has a slug problem, <laughs> where basically slugs just come up from we presume beneath the cooker because the, uh, right. it used to be where the agar is, yeah. and then so that's basically beneath that. It's basically just like solid concrete, but then the floorboards don't perfectly butt up against it so obviously there's a gap into the underfloor and all that stuff mm. and when we when it when we had it switched to gas you have got the gas pipes that go through the wall and all that right so well that's where presumably we was, a seal somewhere in that path has gone well or, i mean you know floorboards are never going to be sealed really well sure but the outside of your house should be sealed from the no because the underfloor has to have ventilation it's got ventilation bricks at the front that you can easily see although presumably that's too far well it might not be too fast but anyway so these slugs occasionally it, the weird thing about it is it only ever seems to be like one slug like you never see a bunch of slugs it's just like there's always one and even if that one specifically for example gets stood on during the night yeah. it's like a couple of weeks later oh it's just one slug again. <laughs> it's just like it's back somehow oh, oh. it's resurrected oh <laughs> it's respawned I don't know if I can think of anything more gross well there's plenty of things I can think of that are more gross but it's still pretty gross standing on a is there like a general rule now that you know like everyone is slipping at all times well it's like i i it's like if depending on how risky i feel it is it's like am i going to put on slippers or am i just going to like turn the light turn the light on before i walk into the room basically Mm. because the trouble with our the way our kitchen slash dining room is like one long room you can come in immediately and turn on the light, but then the light shines back up the stairs and like people are sleeping and stuff. It's just like, especially when I go down there at like 3 a.m. or whatever, it's just like, maybe I don't want to turn on that light, but then I have to walk all the way across the dining room part of this room to get to the kitchen right. to reach around the corner and turn that light on. Need some smart lights. And there could be a slug already up there. Need some smart lights. But then so you can remotely say, like, I'm going to the kitchen. You I guess, yes. But then the, the worse than the slugs last night, I had a very nervous where. I, I was slipping up, so I wasn't worried about the slugs. So I was going to the <laughs> mid, walking to the kitchen light to turn that on rather than the first light. And to do that, you like reach, a, it's like slightly around the corner, basically. So you reach around the corner and flip the light on. And I did that. And then I went and like make up here and everything. And then when I looked back over to the light switch, just coincidentally, the slug was, was on the light switch. No, there was just a fucking gigantic spider sitting like two, <laughs> like a couple of inches next to the where the light switch was. I think I probably like reached over it when oh, I actually weird, turned that weird. light on. Oh. It was like, well, that was lucky. <laughs> I know. It's, it's got a bit of spider getting in this house as well, honestly. It's a, bit, it's a bit bad. Also, it's fly season, apparently. It's like Even I found a spider everywhere. in my flat, which is I never have before. Hmm. It's not uh, been a very bug year. Like you get more or less bug years. I don't think this one's yeah, been particularly been, bad. This one's been pretty good, but yeah, the last week has just been fly town. <laughs> at least, at least here. Anyway, there's been loads of loads of flies. I think my flat is within the altitude level of flies. I think a few stories higher, and it would be safer from flies. Mm. But <laughs> third, third, it's basically third. But the first story is like double height, so it's really kind of fourth story. Right, yeah. But still, you still get flies at this height. Unfortunate. So they take <laughs> the lift. So we're gonna, uh, they just go the lift and just I mean, they probably coincidentally fly into the lift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, 
is, is that a thing? Do, like flies have like an altitude limit? Like that's what I think they do, right? Well, presumably they. You have, if or do they just not care? Floor, you don't care. Well, the, I mean, everything has an altitude limit at a certain point. Sure, so sure. You can't breathe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah, it's too thin that they can't fly. But well, all that, yes, I guess. But I wouldn't have thought that would kick in for the first no. for a building height. Definitely not. Not unless it's a proper high, you know, real big high rise. But but you know, there's also not there's not naturally much for them to do up there. No, so they probably <laughs> don't have the the instinct to try. That's the same unless they accidentally catch a lift. Yeah. Get your ride. Fly taxi. You are a fly taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Time for news. I guess. Have you not got any uh, more house grouse? Oh, I mean, like I could, I could, be, I could, I could, I could bitch grim. about Alexa if you want me to. It's, 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 uh, I swear that thing's getting worse. Just it just it just outright says no more like more often than I would like. Like you go, ah, oh, do this, and it goes. Or, my, or the worst bit is where it just doesn't do anything. Actually, like no, no device responds, and it's just you're like, well, what did you what did you try to do? And sometimes you even look through the activity list, and you know, I actually did hear what I what I said. That like one of that some device somewhere picked it up and said said, oh yeah, yeah, no, I know what to do with that, and then it doesn't do any action. <laughs> it's like what? So are any of the smart speaker? manufacturers brave enough to connect you know the the voice to a large language model yet because surely they will suddenly get dramatically more useful <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't i don't think it's do. ha- i don't think it's happened with the um not not with like google home or um i mean google, no. uh, or, or or alexa or, or um what's the other one apple thing home pod yeah um Siri, I guess. Yes, Siri's uh, home. I'm talking about Siri. Uh, but yeah, surely I, I, I know that's coming, people, right? Yeah, I guess. And I know people have tried, like by experimenting through building their own systems through Home Assistant and things like that. Mm. Where you can just shout at it, and it will and it will figure out what it is. Because Home Assistant has its own like it doesn't it doesn't have its own voice recognition model, but it can tap into things and stuff like that. So, you, so it's theoretically possible to hook it up to custom. Custom stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know that I'd want that. I don't know. Yeah, well, it depends. I kind of there's it a bit actually of, makes it understand you better. Right? Yeah, there's a bit of me that quite likes the idea of just having. I mean, in a, in a weird way, that's actually been Alexa's like a uh, uh, like good thing, right? That, that, that it's because it is quite a simple language model, right? And the language model has to be defined by people who write skills. Um, uh, and, and so, in, in theory, I guess that means that, that limits the amount of phrases you can say. But if you know mm. what those phrases are, in theory, it should do exactly what you ask of it, right? <laughs> so, yeah. there's, so there's a flexibility there. It's it's easier to write for, and in theory, you can actually code exactly what you want to, what you want the utterance to be. Um, and, and, and you know, if we're, if we're looking even further back, that was actually kind of the mantra of Windows Phone of all things. It, it, it was in theory easy for app writers to tap into Windows Phone's voice recognition by just saying, you know, a similar me- model to what to what Alexa uses now, um, which is kind of weird to think about. Um, 
another case where Microsoft might have got it <laughs> done, 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 done it earlier than anyone else, but it was on a platform no one cared about. Um, uh, yeah, so anyway, it just, you know, you'll tell it to start playing music. It won't sometimes. Uh, the worst one I had the other day is where I couldn't get the BBC. I was, I was playing radio through the BBC, whatever the sounds skill is for Alexa. And this might be the more of the fault of the skill than, than, than Alexa itself, but you'd check go stop and it would just, and it would go the doo-doo, like, yeah, cause I've got the like sound that says, yeah, I understood that turn turned on mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, it wouldn't stop. I could not get this fucking radio to, to stop playing. Oh, right. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, what do, I, what do I do? How do I, how do I make you stop? Um, the Spotify skill or playing music off Spotify is equally bad. Sometimes it just won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll go to the app even. I'll be like, oh, I'll pull up the, I'll pull up the Alexa app and be like, oh, okay, no, no, I want to play music in the kitchen, please. And I'll say, oh, and I'll, and I'll queue it up and I'll say go and it'll go, yeah, cool. And then just won't do anything. It's like, it's, um, it just feels like it's getting constantly worse. Um, I don't know if they're maybe they're just not investing in that ecosystem at the moment because AI, um, or they've downsized their teams to keep it all functioning with their with their partners. Or as I say, maybe it's not Amazon's fault at all. Maybe it's the skill um, writers that they just haven't bothered checking in with them or maintaining them or something. Uh, anyway, it's been a bit of a pain in the ass. And uh, I don't think there's anything I can do to fix it, which is the annoying thing. Mm. Maybe there will be a new generation of these things that will. Yeah, I bet. I feel like it's a bit stayed. Like, sure, they're not. They're not, they're not really evolving at the moment. Were. No. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it ha- that has its benefits and its um, disadvantages. Um, I think they're probably still considering like what would the if they were going to have a, like an app ecosystem within these things. It's like okay, how do you actually define? interactions without making them clash and stuff like that like how do you how do you code around that in a chat gpt era to to define intent i guess i wonder if amazon is that have actually made money so far in their like loss leading get these small speakers into one's front yeah, I wonder. by charging nothing for them approach i mean some, they some must of them are getting a bit dream. pricey now though right like if you want the, well yeah if you want they, the bigger they, units they're more expensive than they than yeah. they have been but um but they definitely sold them at cost because they thought everyone would constantly be ordering shopping through through their books <laughs> yeah which i've never <laughs> right. done <laughs> right exactly <laughs> uh so i wonder if that's finally I mean, I think there's still yeah, a banana um, on my Amazon, like a single banana on my Amazon shopping list because someone asked for it once. Yeah. I want a banana. <laughs> Won't be long before Badger's asking for bananas. And we've just never bothered oh, no. to take it off the list. So it's just funny. Every now and then. Every now and then. <laughs> it's funny because I'm like, I've got one of those, I've got one Echo show and it will occasionally just bring up your shopping list, a banana. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, Amazon will ring the doorbell and we'll be, they'll be like, have a banana. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a prime van just rocks up just to hand yeah, you yeah. a single banana. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Amazon like does works with Morrisons or something to run Amazon Pantry or something. Well, yeah, if, they if, do. Because they, they, um, they've got actual like um, supermarket shops here in London. Right, now, and yeah. I think they're, they're actually Morrisons, I think, but they're called Amazon Fresh or whatever. Oh, I see. Do they... Cause, does, does the Amazon shop still exist? The one that was like super high tech and like you just walk in and it knows it's yeah, you. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. You have to, um, 
I haven't done it, but I, it, the one opened opposite the office. So I might go th- and check it out. But you do have to like sign into it, right, with the app or web when you go in the first time, anyway. But then you can leave. You know, you pick up stuff and leave without. Yeah, without. yeah, and it goes. Oh, I knew. I know what you got. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think the food is actually Morrison's, hmm. which makes sense because yeah, yeah, you, you, got, you, yeah. you got a partner of someone. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess Amazon could do it themselves if they wanted. If they wanted to put the money in to build their own infrastructure, they would probably have. Yeah, they would probably get it. Get it, but hey, uh, mm. it's a shame because I was kind of interested in Amazon Pantry when it launched because I thought, oh, that would be convenient if that was all just like tied up to my Prime account and stuff. And then you realize that they've added like fifty percent to all prices. That it's, it's like, oh, yeah. this is not worth it. Lame. Back to shopping by hand for me. I use a cardo, but it is I guess it's expensive. I don't know. Yeah. It must I mean, be cheaper here than it is. We do get deliveries are, every now and then. We do get deliveries every now and then, but it's um I don't know. So something is always not quite right about it, or the, they'll do a sub that doesn't make sense and you haven't got the important thing. <laughs> like uh Right. Well you've got to get it delivered at some ridiculous time. And then you realize it's like, oh, but I could have been doing it because you book it in advance. It's like, oh, but now I need to go do something at that time. It's yeah. like, no, I've got to bail Plans on change. that. I've got to bail yeah. on that thing because I've got a delivery coming. Um, yeah, that's annoying. I would combat that by having them deliver while I'm working, like at home, but then I need a meeting. I'm in a meeting or something. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't actually, like, it does take five maybe 10 minutes to actually oh, receive yeah. the stuff and put it all away if it's like yeah cold stuff and... put it in the fridge yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean that's that's never been too much of a problem with the sort of meetings i'm in i can just go oh there's a delivery i can't i'll be back in a second yeah but no normally normally our delivery window is like for for, for the best bang for buck it's like 11 at night or something ridiculous it's like right yeah they'll still come around which is which is fascinating that they'll come at that time yeah, but the like, fact that they do that yeah yeah yeah, they should have just like nailed the whole click and collect thing, right? Like as Asda in theory had a had a pretty decent system for that, like set up in Ipswich, but then COVID hit and they didn't really actually then use it anymore, which is extra dumb because it would have been the best then. Yeah, like, you like, think you could use it quite effectively during lockdown? Well, right? yeah, if they, they had, set it up correctly. They have this little garage built at the Ipswich one that that was used for like a couple months, and basically it's just like a a, a, a row of lockers. Uh, and and they're they're chilled and everything, so you can you can you can just you can you can order ahead and say I'm going to pick it up around this time, and then the staff will put them in a locker. Then you rock up and use the screen and say, "Yeah, I'm here." Uh, by by some method, presumably enter a code or sign in or hover your phone. I don't know something. And then the locker would open, and you'd grab your stuff and go. Easy, easy. Yeah, and they don't do they don't do that. They then started having like some like you have to go to the like delivery entrance, like the one that the trucks use, and just sort of hang out there like you're buying a Rolex off someone out <laughs> of their jacket. You know, it's that it looks real shady. Mm. <laughs> at least at the Ipswich one, maybe, maybe your your mileage may vary. But that's just, that system worked. Okay, well, I guess maybe it didn't work. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe, maybe the actual system part of it was <laughs> poorly written. Always blame software engineers. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I mean, it's usually our fault. <laughs> yep. What we're here for. That's the common thread with Alexa and everything that we've been talking about. 
<laughs> and it's probably the common thread with our main theme of this podcast. <laughs> so, are, are we like are we like that Simpsons joke? The cause of and solution to all of life's problems. <laughs> <laughs> well, software engineers, yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> It's true. We are, uh, yeah, us and alcohol are basically the same. <laughs> that and politics. Hi-yo, satire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, talking of politics, it's time for the news. <laughs> the kind of thing, especially political, going on in the world of whatever oh, I mean, it is we talked I mean, about. Uh, I mean, we could... I mean, it's not really political, but it's corporate. I could lead with a few of those stories. Uh, Let's do some corporate intrigue. Embracer Group, everyone's favourite mass market hug, I guess. Well, second favourite, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. <coughs> uh, the Embracer Group decides no longer to embrace volition. They have. Uh, they didn't buy them that long ago, did they? I don't, I don't think so. Well, Embracer didn't have anyone that long ago i'm sure uh, we've been on a buying spree for a while um but they owned volition um the makers of saints row and uh i guess one of our favorites of old red faction specifically red faction gorilla that was that was a game it's uh, a good one yeah uh yeah they closed them down which brings a 30 uh, a, a studio a 30 year run of a studio to an end which is always a bit of a bit of a shame what were they working on recently then or? the new saints row right there was wasn't that last year or something there was another saints was, was it this year i can't even remember might have been this year um no it's definitely last year because it's not on our fantasy teams this year right um, but we wouldn't have got it this year because we all knew to know it was bad right yeah because we cause i'm pretty sure, <laughs> oh, no, so, I'm pretty sure someone year. had it last right year. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, i might have had it last year <laughs> um it was quite late on at least like summer um yeah. Anyway, they are unfortunately shutting down, and and it's, I mean it's always bad to you know it's never good to see a long long term studio like that shut down. But honestly, their recent run not not so not so good. Well, but realistically, they've only made the same game for like well all of those well, like games. Most studios. I yeah, guess. but that's what I'm saying. It's like when you've made essentially five sequels of the same game maybe it is time to just stop yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that's the only game you know how to make uh, or, maybe that's enough yeah or, the only game you've been allowed to make well that's also the other thing right maybe I'm surprised they didn't shut down with their own volition uh, 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 i see what you did there yeah since that was it probably uh, the, the after Saints Row 4 period, I think, is the, where they started going downhill, right? Saints Row 4 was considered okay. Yeah. Like, but Saints Row 3 being kind of their peak, I guess. Saints Row 3 is a game. It's a good game. Uh, it's a stupid game. GG. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's that. Not much more to say there. Um, uh, PlayStation Plus is increasing their prices by quite a large percentage in one go. Um, How do they compare with Rival? I will get to that because it's actually, you know, I don't know. Let's just say, let's just say it straight out. It's still favorable to Game Pass in terms of pricing, right? right? The, all of the tiers over the course of a year is still cheaper than Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, mm. However, it's. It's the general opinion, and it's not mine because I don't have 
PS Plus, and I don't. Well, I have PS Plus, the essential tier, which is the same it's always been, right? Which is you need that if you want to play online, and you get your like games with gold equivalent every month added to your account. Um, and I'm still I'm still rocking that, even though I don't use my PlayStation all that much at the moment. Uh, but yeah, so that's the. Uh, effectively, the, the 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 general consensus is well, they don't really have the lineup. They don't have the competing service yet. It's like um, you put you put Game Pass next to it, and it's like well, from my perspective in particular, the lineup of games is way stronger on on Xbox um, yeah, and yeah, yeah, and Game Pass. Um, in part due to their you know acquisitions and who they own, uh, also in part to the fact you get EA Play thrown in on Xbox. Um, uh, you know they've done some they've done some good work there, and and also you get first party titles day one, right? That's kind of their deal. They like they, yeah. you will get that. Uh, and Sony have outright said, "No, we're not doing that, bro." Um, we still want that uh, fat seventy dollars um, when God yeah. of War comes out. That's that's what we're about. Different strategy. Yeah, absolutely. So it's if I personally, I find the PlayStation offerings a little harder to justify. Um. Yes, especially then when you throw in that it's like okay, the the low tier was fifty quid a year, which was already quite a bit for. I mean, it was always like that kind of price, I suppose, for like Xbox Live and Gold and stuff like that. But it's like that's still quite a lot, just basically to for the ability to play online. Uh, and that's going up by what equates to forty percent from fifty pounds to seventy pounds. For a year, so that's quite a jump in one go. Mm. Uh, but that, that 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 gets less as you, as you go up the tiers. So it's gone from eighty four to a hundred pounds for the extra tier, which is your Game Pass like tier. Um, mm. And it goes from a hundred to a hundred and twenty if you've got the premium tier, which is still cheaper than Game Pass Ultimate. But that's the one that starts throwing in retro uh, games through uh, PlayStation streaming and stuff like that. Um, if you go for that tier. Um, it should point out that at its current price, Game Pass Ultimate is 146 a year. But if, but that's if only if you're a madman like me and like potentially want it on both Xbox and PC. Um, mm. I don't use the PC side of it all that much, and that's what that's probably you, you don't where have that. Do you? I, I do have Ultimate. You yeah. do. Um, okay. I could probably tear down to just the Xbox level quite happily, though, if I'm being honest with myself. Um, don't I have? Uh, it's just because the Windows Store on PC is such a pain in the ass, right? So it's like, so although I have played stuff on PC through Game Pass, it's like it's not an enjoyable experience. Mm. Like it doesn't work half the time. <laughs> I've, I've literally had like whole like I remember trying to get Forza Four, I think it was, to install, and it took me like five or six attempts of downloading the entire game to get it to actually stick because it would it would do the whole thing, get to the get to the end of the process and then be like, and then get stuck and then not be able to complete. Um, and then, and then eventually error out. So you had to start the whole thing again and eventually I got it to stick, but yeah, no windows store isn't it. It's still a train wreck, at least on windows 10. I don't know if that's true on 11. Um, so it kind of makes me not want to use it on PC all that much. Uh, well, I guess mm. I, I was, what's the most recent thing I think I played was, um, Two Point Campus was right. the last thing I played on Game Pass PC. Uh, 
And that stopped working for me, but I think that was because that was a bug with the game on the Windows Store version, not with Windows Store itself. Mm. Um, I can't launch that game anymore. Don't know why. I think I still got it installed, but last time I tried it, it just wouldn't launch. Um, So yeah, that's that. PlayStation want their money, yo. Uh, Let's uh, go. Let's stay on the corporate angle. Uh, The ESA, you know, those people everybody loves that run run E3. uh, As if E3 wasn't dead enough, they've decided to cut their ties with uh, Reed Pop, who are the company that run PAX. Um, but they were, you know, over the fact, but they've cut their ties with them over the fact that they couldn't get E3 to work this year. Mm. Um, you know, and we'll probably never see it again. Okay. So the ESA, as far as we know, the ESA currently have no one who can run the, run a, run an actual convention, um, that they work, that they work and with. And by the time they get one together, it will be too late, right? Because that seems to be how the ESA rolls. They like, announce everything but by the, at the point no one cares. That's <laughs> what kind of happened this year, wasn't it? And they'd be like, yeah, we're doing it. And all of the exhibitors were kind of like, uh, we're, we're, we've got other plans now. Sodja. So there's that. Lament E3, if you will. Long, live, some, long, long live Summer or Game don't. Fest. Yeah. Uh, right, we meant our E3 special episode, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I won't have to do E3 puns every year. I'll have to come up with something else. <laughs> mm. uh, what else go on? What, 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 uh, what else do we talk about? Should we just... Oh, Stray's getting an animated movie. Really? That Annapurna oh. cat game. It's getting a film. I'm... St- I like that. That game's quite good. It could, it could translate but, uh, to a nice sort of like anime, I suppose. You could I do it in the guess. kind of like silent anime ambient style. Could be pretty cool. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Rather play the game, but sure. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> could, could be neat. Uh, God, should we get this over with? <laughs> Let's talk about Super Mario Wonder <laughs> and its own direct. direct. Yeah. I'm I think sensing they could, some negativity here. <laughs> I think they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I, I well, know. show that much. Sh- yeah, down. there was way too much in that direct. Um, <laughs> Don't I mean, what were you expecting? I know. I mean, they, they showed a I lot, know. but they also didn't really show anything because you knew exactly what it was going to be. It was going to be a seven-world Mario game where you have a world map and you play levels. Yeah. Based on the, now they yeah. got some slightly strange mechanics occasionally. I know, but it's still like... When I... When I I just remember, like, it's been a while since I've played one of the 2D Marios. I think the last one I played was, like, Super Mario 2 on the 3DS, but I came at it late. Um, uh, uh, my, my favorite so far was New Super Mario Brothers U. That was pretty good. Um, but I think I enjoyed that because I went into it not knowing any of the surprises, right? And the fact that they, Nintendo does that thing that they do so well with the 2D Marios, which is, like, here's a gimmick that you'll see for one level, and then it's right. gone forever. Um, uh, They're leaning into that, right? I get. It seems to me that the pitch for Wonder is like, what can we do that you could never make in Mario Maker? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably that's for probably, now. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't feel the wonder. 
in any of this. If anything, I found more to be irritated by than I did <laughs> like actually going, oh, that actually looks like fun. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not touching me. Not that Mario should touch me. Stay away. <laughs> I mean, we all, we said it the first time we saw it, but you know, talking flowers was a bad idea. And it yeah, continues to be a bad idea. We really have to hope so. Yeah, they seem, they seem bad. Um, the trouble is that, though, like, you you think, like, oh, you, you know, maybe you can turn them off. But the trouble is, like, they're basically almost a tutorial hint system. And that, mm. then Nintendo, the Nintendo thing to do was, would be to not allow you to turn that off just in case people need help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, my question is... Like the super guide. won't work, but can you turn the flowers into Japanese voice? Uh, <laughs> oh, complete... that, would, that would probably make that better. Yeah, because that's uh, what I do with Zelda, yeah. obviously. But uh, but yeah, uh, I don't necessarily want all of the characters to be Japanese. That would probably make that better. I would I would be more accepting of that. Yeah, they should make that an option. They had to patch that into Zelda into Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I remember it wasn't available yeah. on launch. But I said this book. I said it before, but I really don't like those that those Sonic style, good, great, excellent. Like um, just the, oh, the words popping type. out of of when you when you bounce on anything. Right, you jump, oh, right. jump on a Goomba, okay. it says good every time, like in a, in a pop-up thing, and it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't like, it looks naff as well. Like <laughs> It's just like, like the yeah. new version of Score. It's just like, yeah. it doesn't say 100 any longer, it says good. <laughs> like, at least Sonic put that out of the way in the corner of the screen, like when that was happening. Um, well, in some games. Unless it was like the skill jumps, and then of course it's everywhere. Oh, like, sure. Um, I don't know, that just, that just looked, I don't know, that just looks naff. I'm not into the new art style. Okay, yeah, it's not mm, too dissimilar. From, like it. It's not too dissimilar from new. But I don't looks, like, and I know it's, and we know, at least now know it's like properly three D rendered. I had my like concerns with some of the earlier footage that mm. looked too much like Flash, <laughs> you know, just like two D stuff. Mm. Like, uh, I still think it looks a bit like Flash and a bit crap. <laughs> I don't know. It, it doesn't doesn't work for me. It's weird because they've just decided for some reason that they want to do a Sonic side face. Yeah, it's yeah. like what, what? Why is that the style you chose? Yeah, they're kind of all looking that little, that forty-five degrees towards. And the it also just—I yeah. said, I think I said it was on the first trailer where it's like it's weird because they kind of they're facing out of the screen slightly, so you can see more of their face, which is why it looks weird to start with. Mm. But then you got yeah. the side mouth, which like is countering the forward facing of the face right, to yeah. make it even weirder and it also just looks weird when you're when you're like you're running to the right but you're sort of facing 45 degrees out of the screen right yeah yeah <laughs> and i don't want to be too <sighs> yeah i do i'm super hypocritical <laughs> on this and i'm aware that i'm super hypocritical on critical on this because rayman legends kind of does this as well sure. and that's yeah. obviously built in ubisoft's well, like rayman art. in general is kind of that like yeah yeah, that, yeah isn't it and it's yeah and it's you know, that was a Rayman Legends, the most recent one in that style, was built on the UBR engine, right? So it's entirely 2D and it entirely looks like that kind of morphing flash animation thing for the most part. But somehow that works way better than how this looks for me. I don't know. I think it's it's clearly clearly there's some, some mastery in the art in Rayman that like I don't know, isn't isn't translating here. But um Also I fucking I like hate Yowie Zowie. It's got to be said. I oh, hate it. I know. It's just like one guy like it. somewhere in Nintendo's <laughs> translation department 
started doing this and now it's just spread. Like, it, it turns up right in the intro of, like, Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, and that it? was the first time I'd heard it. Uh-huh. And now it's just like, now it's everywhere. <laughs> it's like, oh no, <laughs> it's leaking from that one game. I hate it. I think it's the na- I mean, it, it's one of the naffest thing they've ever done. I was fine. I would have been fine with it if it was just something Luigi said. Because it was like, Right, he says sure. it in Luigi's Mansion 3 and it's like, well, Luigi's kind of weird. <laughs> like, he can say that, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I, I, but like, doesn't like Peach say it yes. in this trailer? And it's like, okay, this does, mm, no. That's weird. No. Peach but say is, it. is it just like... It's because every character is kind of equal, well, right? Yeah. Apart from the Yoshis, but, right? But you don't, need that for, yeah. you don't need that for the voice lines. <laughs> Just because no. they can have all the same power-ups doesn't mean they need to save the exact same, same sound. No, it's not, no, a, it's not that, a good yeah. catchphrase. But, like, how did someone... Who, like, is it, like, is a it, translation it, somehow? Or is, it, or is it the new voice actor? Right, oh, because it's not also, Charles. But I don't think that would... Like imp- I don't think that would influence what they use as the catchphrase for, like, Mario. Like... This would be a choice that would be much more considered than just having some voice actor say a thing and then be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's clearly scripted in if everyone's doing it or they did the Mario but like, what, and were like, oh, no, this is it. This but, is the line. But like, what is the translation? Like, what do they say in Japanese? Like, what? Do, what's the, like... Is it yeah, just yaoi zaoi? And they were like... Oh, yeah. And the, Jap- and the, no, Japanese, the Japanese didn't think just, it was weird because they yeah. wouldn't have understood it in the same way that we would. But there's nothing to understand. Noises. It's just crap. Well, sure. <laughs> like in English, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's like it's sort of like words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what's Duncan Jones's na- birth name? Right? Is that is, that, is, is it, it Zowie Duncan? Bowie? No, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, now there's now his middle name, Duncan Zowie Haywood Jones. <laughs> right. <laughs> Classic. But that's a middle name. No, I think it was his first name. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm actually not did, sure. Did he depole it to Duncan? Yeah. yeah deed depole? Deedpole? Yeah. Deedpole. Yeah. yeah. Not I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> anyway, he was known as Zowie Bowie. <laughs> wow. Yowie Zowie. <laughs> so stupid look here we go. i'm sure it'll be a good game i'm sure it'll be fine i'm, I'm sure, sure i'm sure it'll play great but did you see how you can just, like see the mushroom kingdom in the background well the background? i like i may have it's done that cool. before once again yeah. i'm really annoyed where it's just like hey you know we had this whole adjacent kingdom to the mushroom kingdom already the bean bean kingdom bring back the bean bean kingdom <laughs> but now we've got Plant Kingdom, which is almost the VV Kingdom. Right, yeah. And then and when you have, like, the little caterpillar prince dude, he almost looks like Prince Peasley from the VV Kingdom. And I'm like, they always did it, but not they just couldn't. They just had to make up a new goddamn place. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't, like, every one of these new places they come up with, like, always just, like, just adjacent? I don't like, think they <laughs> usually make it a new kingdom. It's just like more different places. Or a, part, a part of Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, right. like outskirts or whatever. <laughs> the Badlands. Where's, um, was it Chocolate Hill or whatever it's called? What, like, Choco Hill. Choco Hill, yeah. And those are Yoshi, those are Yoshi Island though, right? That's slightly uh, right. different. Yes, yes. But you get plenty of Yoshis here in Flower Kingdom, I guess. Seems. I don't know why they have a dumb face also. Why do Yoshis have a dumb face now? <laughs> Why, why was that animation changed? 
dumb face. Yeah. I mean, the whole game You can ride dumb. the Yoshi as an elephant. You can ride yeah. the Yoshi as another Yoshi. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Also, what? Again, this is another one of those classic, like, things that are in co-op but are completely pointless where it's like you're playing as two set you're playing two characters but then you can just stack them and make it one player again yeah <laughs> so like, what? That, that... i mean i guess it's like for youngsters right so they can do what can they well, do no, what, but what the, the whole point of yoshi and like... navit is because they can't die by normal means that's mm. the character for young people yeah yeah sure you don't need to take physical control of that character <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think there is, yeah. I think there does come a point where it's like they want to be involved, but like don't have nexus, you know, for really young players, right? Where they, yeah, but then they, some, some they wouldn't be involved in... if you were just controlling the character for them. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> it guess, doesn't make any sense. I wonder if there's some way where that. Well, yeah. What? What? Yeah. What do they have to do when they're doing that? Like, that's. I don't. I don't think I. I'm not, I'm not sure. I remember what the answer to that was. I mean, if like, you've got two Yoshi stacked, they both seem to be able to tongue, so they can oh, okay. both individually yeah. eat things. I guess. Yeah. Is, is this like when you're playing Mario Galaxy and like player two can just waggle pick up the star bits yeah exactly yeah. I mean, except worse because like you're totally removing control it seems at a certain point <laughs> it just seems weird I the one thing that I do kind of like except maybe not with the weird internet implementation they've done is like the new resurrect system like the internet side of it with like you see oh, other I would, I would never use that yeah sure i mean like the internet side of it with like different you see different players in the background and I then mean, they can you, res you yeah I mean, and that maybe, kind maybe, of stuff maybe once you finish the game like uh, you know done a single player run, was, maybe I'm, you'd turn it on and be like okay what a, like maybe because it would like it would super highlight secrets right presumably well yeah i guess but I was, I'm more talking about the non-internet side of that as like the new resurrect system of like, it's actually a time limit. You don't, you don't just get bubbled forever until someone comes and rescues you. Right, There's yeah, actual yeah. like danger to it now. Yeah, to an extent. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Well, I guess we don't know what that, what happens when that timer actually runs out because they didn't show that. And presumably you could just sort of bubble your way into one of those markers someone else puts down. Well, if you've got that turned on though. Yeah. If you don't turn that on, then it just, it's like the, a more advanced version of the old bubble system. Taking a tangent for a second, <laughs> I uh, there was a positive article on Kotaku saying that the uh, the co op in Sonic Superstars might actually be acceptable, despite <laughs> like despite my like <laughs> concerns. <laughs> Future yeah. game might be acceptable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, raves Kotaku. I know they were. They were yeah. yeah, but is that like acceptable compared to like Sonic Two, where it's just like <laughs> you can play as Tails, but now you can have any influence at all instead of yeah, basically yeah, yeah. no influence yeah. <laughs> no, it's, if, it's, if it's compared to other Sonic games that's not saying much no I guess not yeah <laughs> any improvement is an improvement I suppose um, yeah I didn't, I didn't bother reading it but I just like, it, like I skimmed it it was just like oh okay maybe 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 that's okay maybe my concern isn't so bad but sl a slightly different tangent on the news Sonic Team did apparently say they're not into pixel art well they're dumb yeah <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> they're kind of like they didn't. I think the phrase they used was like they don't see a future in in pixel art um, for Sonic, and it's like you're you're stupid. Sonic Mania was super like super well received and special. It's like what are you doing? Maybe Sega will just be like, oh, it's fine. We'll let we'll let other teams still uh, <laughs> still do Sonic in that style, but Sonic Team don't give us give a monkeys. They're too busy with Frontiers. <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> 
there was some concern actually, like to 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 bring to bring the uh, <laughs> to bring the hype down a notch on Sonic Superstars, <laughs> as if it um, wasn't already. There, uh, 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 I was I'm a bit late to this party, but I did I, I did hear that apparently it's the same developers working on this that worked on Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not a good sign. <laughs> At least Yuji Naka's not involved. He's, you know, in prison. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh dear. Well, let's hope it's acceptable then, <laughs> given that background. That would be a great line to put in a review. It's if, not Yuji Naka. If this game comes out and is real bad, it'll be like, but Yuji Naka was saved by going to prison. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't have to be associated with this bad game. Oh, he gets to be in prison instead. Clearly the better choice. <laughs> Oh man! Probably deserved it for Balan Wonderworld. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. We got a lot of amusement out of Balan Wonderworld by uh, not playing that game. <laughs> Except I played that demo, so um, <laughs> it was not good. It was weird. Uh, right. That's enough Mario, though. Really, isn't that's it? That's enough Mario. <laughs> yeah. It'll be it, it'll be a good game. It's just easy to rag on. <laughs> I yeah, think, I think from that direct, I um, will probably play that game. And I think it's a good strategy at the tail end of the um, Switch One releases to make really good, high quality two D versions of things like <laughs> like Metroid Dread and or whatever. I mean, I guess. I mean, you're saying that uh, as it, if they it, don't just make these kind of exact Mario games at any time. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, I think that's a good thing to do and then and then hold back the Metroid Prime 4s for the Switch 2 or whatever. I wonder Which sometimes if is Nintendo... in the news, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, there was like a week or two ago, they, there was some kind of new rumor about, about Switch 2 again. But, you know. but it was shown to people, apparently, um, <sighs> behind closed doors. Sure. Um, and they had a tech demo of... Breath of the Wild, like souped up. Not that that's going to be re-released, but just to, as a demo. Oh, I bet it would. Or maybe they would. Well, patch. maybe. Maybe they yeah. would patch. Well, it. they're pretty slow at that yeah. shit, aren't they? Yeah. Re-release. Maybe they stuff. wouldn't need to patch it. Maybe if you just ran it on a better, it would just run better. But yeah, I mean, no one would buy it for that year. purpose. But I mean, no. it'd be nice. Because <laughs> that's what I'm assuming. Year. That's why, what like. As, as soon as you talk about Switch 2, it's like, it's got to be backwards compatible, right? It's just yeah, going to put those same cartridges in it and it will just run. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing that leaked was a, you know, the new cartridge, which is, you know, the same with a little knot to make yep. sure that you can't as put you it in, a, in an old Switch. Yep. Makes sense. I mean, they don't need to change that cartridge, right? There's nothing technological. No, no it's the classic. What what did did that before i guess a game by advance can't can't well it's too short isn't it what what, what when did they do that uh, notch thing before i mean the, the 3ds, the 3DS yes, ones uh, has little right, stick out notch yeah. yeah yeah it'd be the same deal yeah i think that might have been it might have been true of the in on the sega side i reckon that was probably true of the 32x cartridges right they were a slightly different shape well, that was, yeah, that's slightly different. Slightly different. It's not just, yeah. just like a little dodge. So that that's exciting, I think. It, it sounds like, from the very nothing that we know, that they are making a a, a Switch 2, which is probably roughly the same form I mean, pack and not some I mean, crazy new thing. it's been seven years. It's like, yeah, yeah they, but they, with, they should damn well, well be looking at that. Well, I mean, the question really about it is, like, even though it's clearly a Switch 2, 
are we is it considered to be the next nintendo console enough that this resets the waiting for big releases is there going to be another zelda on this <laughs> no but well that's yeah but like, i reckon they'll talk, well, yeah, they, Mario, they, they, sure. at this, if, if they have any awareness of cadence of video game launches which sometimes i think they don't um it, yeah they'll put that new that there well, I say Mario, that Mario, potential Donkey Kong game that apparently the Mario team are working sure. on, rumoured to be working on, um, that will be the launch title. Although it's, it's dream... expected it might be a Mario versus Donkey Kong title in some, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my dream for the power of this thing is it will be capable of doing one of these like 2.5D games like Super Mario Wonder in 4K. Oh, that, that would look good. I mean, not wonder, but you know. is that? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Or like Super Mario. Uh, sorry, Metroid Dread or something like that. I'm not asking Ooh. for it to do like Zelda in 4K 60 because I don't think that's going to happen. But no, I don't think they're going to be able to hit that target. No, but if it can do, you know, the, the you know the 2D ish thing, super clean, super high res, that would be awesome. Mm. Even if um, they get Zelda running at 60 and 1080, that would be pretty cool. So they can yeah, get... <laughs> I don't think they don't really care about frame rate, do they? Oh well, no. depends on the game. Right. Depends yeah. on the game because they got it, they nailed it with Mario, right? The last the last true. few Mario games have been have been technically very very competent in that area. Um, yeah, I guess and they're they normally pretty really... good at hitting sixty if they want to. They're normally pretty good. Yeah, at Splatoon is a, yeah. is another great example, right? Splatoon. Yeah, sure. Nails that frame rate. Just imagine if you could put in age of clarity and get thirty frames. <laughs> Oh my god! Just didn't. Can you imagine? That would always be worth buying a whole new console. Do you reckon they patch it to improve to improve the LOD distance? (laughs) Probably not. That's just inherent in that game's engine. Probably. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Anyway. Yep. (coughs) Ninty. Do you reckon we get another Hyrule Warriors? If they want to steal my idea, I hope so. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I missed that. Um, no DLC planned for Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, so that sucks because no master oh. mode, it turns out. By the way, what? spoilers for what, what I've is... been playing, I guess. Well, I think they were specifically talking about the like the, the one like potential hope you may have for your master mode is I'd like I think they were specifically talking about paid DLC packs, yeah. like like was in Breath of the Wild. That's interesting because that implies They've got something else to work on. Well, well, well they've also break. they've kind of also said they're kind oh, of yeah. done with this version of Hyrule. Yeah, exactly. But like, or that's what or I mean. maybe they're helping with the next Hyrule Warriors again. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! Please, maybe please. Because <laughs> they must have not stopped after Breath of the Wild because they did the DLC and straight into Tears of the Kingdom. Well, I mean, they well, said that like Tears of the Kingdom was a DLC at one point, and then it just got yeah. expanded into a whole separate game. Essentially, yeah. and the idea was too solid. Yeah. They were just like, "Yeah, we can, we can, we can spin yeah, this out. Sure. Give give us seven sure. years, and we can spin this <laughs> yeah. out for sure." That kind of paid off. <laughs> kind of, yeah. maybe a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah. No, that's cool. And I did see all the things about Super Mario's Wonder development about how they just have no deadline or like or whatever originally, like, uh, sure. and they just gave them. I, I mean, I'm, the opposite opposite of the usual uh, industry. I'm, I'm pretty sure Nintendo grants that to a lot of their internal studios, where it's just like, just like we don't care, make it good, it will sell forever. 
Yeah. Mario, you, the Mario Kart team will never make another Mario Kart. No. So they've done themselves out of a job. I don't know. I think they need to. <laughs> Do you reckon? Like, because they're still. Have we finished? Have they finished the course pass yet? I don't think they have. But, no. But that's not what you want, as we always say. Mix up the formula a bit more than just new tracks. I mean, yeah, on the same exact engine. <laughs> new levels are nice. Bring back but, double but, dash, come back here. New levels are nice, but to keep something fresh for that long, you really do need a mechanical shift um, every now and then, right? You, nothing, nothing lives forever. Or commit harder to the to the transform racing aspect, which they kind of started doing, but not like you know you could go further with that. You definitely could make some actual water course, yeah, parts where you're an actual boat, proper, yeah, proper boat. For, bring back wave race, but in Mario Kart, yeah, exactly. Hell yeah! <laughs> Just you know, ten years ago we got, or longer now we got Sonic All Stars Racing transformed, and that game rocks. So you know. Steal some. I think you can steal some ideas now. It's fine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or just, or just somehow mix F Zero into it. Make a make a mechanic where like you have normal Mario Karts, but then there's like the super speed section where it just turns into F Zero for a bit. <laughs> I don't know if a bit of me just broke or lit up. I can't. It's like it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm very torn by that suggestion. Yeah, I suppose, can you make Mario Kart more flexible in terms of tone, like Smash Brothers? I mean, they already kind of did. Well, you absolutely yeah. can. You've got Link yeah, and right. Animal Crossing. And <laughs> yeah, but they can already you push that. that even further, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, and make I, it really I, different. I absolutely, yeah, ab- I think they should. They should Smash Bros the hell out of Mario Kart, and it would probably be great. Because mm. Mario Kart is foundationally solid, right? And yeah. it always has been. But... Yeah. Um, if, at this point, what do they what do they do other than okay? Maybe if they did these mechanical tweaks, it would be that little bit more interesting, and, and it would be another Mario Kart game. Like, what do you do to push push that further? You go mad. <laughs> you do. You add like so much bonkers variety, like Smash did. Okay, yes, that wasn't Nintendo technically themselves. That mm. was, um, you know, ah, oh, what they called it's not they're not Howl Labs anymore. Is it uh, Sora? That's it. It's um, you know. Sora going going to town on putting everything they possibly can in that game and making it as super customizable and super wild and uh, I don't know you're a little bit limited by you know actually still making the racing compelling <laughs> mm. um, in a in a in a game like that but why not throw the kitchen sink at it why not throw mm. assist trophies in why not have have Waluigi just turn up and I mean Waluigi would be a racer so he, he probably wouldn't just turn up. Um, why not have Knuckles punch a hole in the track? Or <laughs> <laughs> the Wrecking Crew just drop bombs randomly around? You know, have, have go go weird. There's plenty of scope to go weird. Modifiers like make some races extra slippy for some reason. Or I'm sure there's a lot of fun they could have. It's yeah. It's got a compass switch too, right? Anyway, next year. We're talking next year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I I I don't if they do make America Kart nine, I think it is still many, many years away. Eight still sells too well. Mm. They've got absolutely no driving force to, to make another Mario Kart right now. Yeah. Driving force. Driving force. <laughs> Mario Kart driving force. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Non-Nintendo news, what we got? Uh, you found a couple of things before the podcast. That's yeah. Worth oh, yeah, I saw that, it's that thing that uh, Rockstar apparently selling cracked games on Steam. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, this is great. <laughs> In the sense that when they go to re-release some of their old games, they couldn't be bothered to like remove the CD copy protections they just used a, an old crack that was available at the time from some you know crack house crack so, house <laughs> so, what, so what games are these are these replacing the crappy definitive edition releases like or like, uh, like GTA i don't think it's or... grand theft auto right um but uh let's see because that would probably be better right if they <laughs> just ran those original versions midnight club 2 i guess Oh, wow. Yeah, I always forget that was Rockstar. Yeah. That is going back some. Yeah, various things like that. Bully? Possibly bully, yeah. Apparently it's not... Un- it has happened before. Uh, Porting uh, Rockstar table tennis to Steam? <laughs> what happened to that? <laughs> that? That only ever ended up on Xbox, right? As, a, as an engine test. I think it only got a 360 uh, budget release. Um. Max Payne <laughs> and Manhunt. Oh right, of course, because that's yeah. Rocks, at least Max Payne three, I guess. Mm. But but did it? I think they, own, they the, own the originals. Yeah, Max Payne's one and two, I guess. Ah. Not rem, not remedy anyway. anymore then. But that's sort of funny. Still waiting for Alan Wake two. I hope that's <laughs> hope that's fun. I mean, it's getting a lot of hype. Mm. Uh, and then everything else was just Starfield related, I guess. Right, because that's yeah. the game. The game, which I was thinking about it, is like, are we surprised about how that turned yeah. out? Yeah, <laughs> well, like, and also, like, what's your what's your temper temperature on it, Zach? Because you you like Fallout Four and <laughs> shit like that. Well, the trouble is, like, as I've always always said about the Bethesda games, it's like. Is it going to be just another? Is it just going to be Bethesda? Not like not whether the game is good. Right. Like how much Bethesda is showing through here? Quite a bit, from what I can tell. Yeah, but well, I mean, people seem about. to say that it's like potentially the most functional Bethesda game that's yeah. been in a while. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard that. That the jank is down. I mean, does that make it worse? Some funny jank like, well, uh, videos. Oh, uh, yeah, like Danny O'Dwyer. The first thing I saw of him tweeting about it was that it had a classic Assassin's Creed glitch when no one's faces were loading. <laughs> so it was one. just eyeballs. <laughs> I saw one uh, today, which was a guy, an NPC that says "See you later," and then sort of clips through a wall, so he disappears. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, but that's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> yeah, a few like uh, appropriate ones. So, yeah, I mean, really. I haven't been watching any footage or anything of it, just in case, just in case I want to play it. But like, mm. in order to choose whether I want to play it, it's like, how how much am I just going to be playing Fallout again? <laughs> because realistically, it's, probably it, quite a lot. It seems like a lot, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, I, it, they haven't No Man's Skyed it as much as I was expecting is my takeaway no, from that it. that seems to be what I've noticed so far. Not that that means it's, it's not uh, not even not bad but like not even against me not liking it but like it's clear the traversal between planets is like a bunch of fast travel separated by cutscenes, right and menus rather than like you can't 
get in your ship and take off and fly into space like you can in No Man's Sky. Which, yeah, which in fairness, system travel in No Man's Sky is still a loading pause like that. Right? Yeah, still- yeah, sure. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a, a, a loading pause. I'm saying there's no kind of seamless feeling of moving no, no, through no. the it's, world. It's not, it's not even when you approach your own ship, right, and you, you, you don't just yeah. climb immediately into it. It fades to black and transitions yeah, to now you're exactly. in the ship environment. Which I guess yeah. is easier to model from a physics perspective because right. then you don't have to and, worry about moving moving yeah. stuff around. But well, yeah, and also probably helps with like the custom ship building. Yeah, it, then it can just work out the geometry it needs to worry about. Exactly. Yeah, I sort of think I don't know about. I've seen Starfield do this a couple of times. And it was okay, but I noticed this as well in the um, what was that Star Wars game? The the Ubisoft one that that. Um, oh, what, what the new, the upcoming whatever. one? Out, um, yeah, the upcoming out, one. Is yeah, it, is it just Outcast? Outlaw, Outlaws, Outlaw, something like that. Um, that um, I totally get, like that you can't do it seamlessly. Well, you can, but that's not what you've chosen your game design to be. You've mm. get, you've you've chosen your game design to be separate uh, worlds separated by uh, cutscenes to smooth that over. But sure. if I'm like put a lot of effort into those cutscenes and make them nice because they don't seem qu- like that one in the Star Wars one didn't quite work for me. Like a, it's usually the moment, the instant you regain control and it's like the transition oh, is never twitch. quite nice. Yeah. There's always a twitch or something and it's like, well, this is clearly like that was the moment when the cutscene ended. It's like, can't you just That seems make extremely it, difficult. Yeah. That, like, it, put a lot of effort into making those cutscenes that cover the loading pauses really good. And that's what I, my advice. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, can, I can see that. Because then my suspension of disbelief, I'm perfectly happy to suspend my disbelief. I know there's a cutscene there. Oh, sorry, a loading. I, I know you're covering loading pause. But if you make it nice enough, then I'm I'm going to like seeing the cool transition Right, because, yeah, at least in, in... I don't know what it was like for your experience, Zach, but on, on Xbox, on Series X at least, like the loading pauses between system transitions on No Man's Sky were fine, right? Because you're in your cockpit, you get the light show go on sure you're not you. really seeing it you're not seeing a whole bunch yeah and then but the, on series x at least that light show is pretty quick because <laughs> definitely not on my system yeah well that was the reason i started i didn't really play no man's sky on my pc because i've still got it installed on it but it's like the loading pauses are so much longer on my pc than they yes. are on xbox um like but 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 it, but game, they made it nice but then and, and mass effect did a reasonable job mass right effect, yeah because you I go mean, up for the time. to the map right in the ship and that part's cool and the map comes up you're in the ship and you're looking at the map physically yeah you know the hologram map and then it opens the interface has some really good music has a cool like interface thing then when you that actually do the fast iconic. travel yeah it's perfect but mm. then when you hit go it loads up the same fmv of your ship flying past the mass relay Sure. In every time, and that could have done with a little bit more. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe a few variations, but at the time, I yeah. remember that being like, "This is a perfectly acceptable way to to hide what is clearly going yeah. on here." Like it's it's yeah. all right, but then you got a nice, you know, a landing sequence as well, and uh, you know, yeah, that was, was all, nice. You know, every so area had its own landing there. sequences, and it's. And I think Starfield maybe uh, it, I just haven't seen enough, but it just seemed, and I have that same feeling with the Star Wars one. It's like just slight clunk, slight <laughs> clunk. <Yeah. laughs> I'm um, not expecting too much. I mean, I've I've, like, uh, I've 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 seen some reviews and stuff on Starfield, and they're like, and like the thing that make in theory would make Starfield unique from a Fallout is the spaciness. Yeah, and apparently that's the bit they've not done the best at. Like the space, mm. the space parts of that game are the boring bits. Like you're, be- it's better on foot. 
being a Fallout right. game, right? Because <laughs> it's um, the same. Because it's the same. It's the thing. It is a it's, it's the thing yeah. they've been doing for years, and you know they're yeah. honing their craft, I suppose. Um, but you know, in some respects, kudos for them trying to do something new. Because yeah. Hey, it's not like Bethesda Softworks do anything. How long? How long has it been? Like they're saying, like it's like twenty, thirty, some ridiculously long period of time since that since Bethesda Softworks, not Bethesda as a publisher, have done a new IP. Um, yeah, so good on them for for yeah, giving it a cool. go um, and and an ambitious project at that. The thing I was sort of thinking about it, like you know, when I've been watching footage of this though, is like I was I was thinking about like the um, oh, I've forgotten their name. Who's the developer that did Stick of Truth and New Vegas? Um, Obsidian. Obsidian, yes. Um, I was thinking about their offshoot, uh, Outer Worlds, um, of which a sequel is coming at some point. Right. And I was kind of looking at the two going, man, these are, even with Starfield's like many years later after Outer Worlds, and Outer Worlds obviously being a lot smaller in scope. Yeah. They look really similar. (laughs) Yeah. Like really similar. It's the kind of genericiness, but it's interesting because Outer Worlds has a bit of Fallout fifties atomic thing a mixed bit. in, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Which is which obviously Starfield doesn't have because Starfield leans into the like NASA aesthetic, right? Yeah, that's cool. that's cool. That's I like that. That stuff's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like um, that Starfield Xbox controller. That looks rad. Like <laughs> with, yeah, its, with its little uh, decals on it. It's like... Yeah, I have to admit, I, I'm not usually a fan of that kind of thing, but that's a cool control. And like the even the like console wrap or whatever is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm, it's quite a nice, nice theming. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Yeah, I, if I cared about the game, then uh, you know, yeah. Mass Effect might be slightly different. But yeah, problem uh, I have is that I could just go play Starfield because it's on Game Pass. But a bit of me in the back of my head has always said, "Well, I've got a copy of Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah, I should probably right. play that and see what the fuss is all about." <laughs> <laughs> I'd be interested to, and it has like, like FPS boost on Series X and oh, all that sure. kind of stuff Microsoft have done some work there to make it better wow um, but, but would it be as good as it could be if you had the PC version oh, modded that's the trick not. probably not no because <laughs> that's that's the real question that's why every time I think about going back to play for that for again it's like I, I <laughs> Would I be able to remember what things need fixing with mods? Like, I'd have to go look it up again <laughs> right, yeah. and be like, "What? What do I need to do to I'm make sure, this I'm good?" Sure we, yeah, so I'm sure the community <laughs> or, or, have like a like. This is the hot yeah. list. This is what. This is probably the best way to play the near base experience, but improve. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet in like five, ten years, Starfield will be insane. <laughs> oh man, right? Yeah. Like Skyrim style. <laughs> Yeah, because modders love Bethesda games. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when, they're, when they're not trying to make mods a paid feature. <laughs> yeah, what, is the, what, what is the state of that? On is like if they just dropped that whole thing, they dropped it immediately. That okay. was the whole thing about that. <laughs> I don't know about immediately. That's how, I remember that sort of going on for the creators thing. I mean, it took like, like a few weeks oh, okay. for them to fully like. I mean, I guess they like, didn't like necessarily get rid of it. I'm sure it still right, exists. Because is that still the way that they do mods for console? Because they experimented with that, right? That was kind of what this whole thing was all part of it, other than making money off of it. Was, I mean, I was get, trying to lean towards to like offer that experience for I feel like, you know, users. 
they launched it, people hated it, and then they just abandoned it, probably. Yeah. I bet that's probably how that exactly went. I bet it still exists, but obviously no one's going to be making mods for it, or right, like yeah. whatever their approval process probably doesn't actually exist any longer, or yeah. some, it probably doesn't, I it's probably just, frozen in time because no one wanted it. Yeah, <laughs> it I, bet, I, bet, I bet they probably haven't built any system like that into Starfield for console. No. So but you know, because you know, the, people are already complaining about that there was some marketing deal with AMD that meant that, D- that Nvidia DLSS isn't available for it. Right. Um, uh, We're going back to the age of hair physics. <laughs> Tress effects. Yep. Can't it's still the hair, that. though, isn't it? That that crushes your graphics card in games sometimes. I don't know if that still exists, right? Like, I don't. Um, I can't remember. Not, well, admittedly, I don't play PC games all that often at the moment, but like. I, don't remember it since Tomb Raider being an option I can toggle. But even by the age of Tomb Raider, it didn't matter as much. It was only because in like those first those first initial games where it was fully relied on having an ATI card, <laughs> like Black and White Two. I think I used. I think I had Tress Effects turned on on my Nvidia thing, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. By that point, yeah. it it wasn't a specific technology any longer yeah, in that same way. Because isn't. Isn't FSR a weird thing? The AMD FSR kind of a weird thing anyway, in that you actually don't need AMD gear to run the FSR solution. Like a game can implement it, and it'll that will work on NVIDIA gear. Mm. Is it something like that? I'm sure. I'm sure I've come across examples like that where you can do that. Apparently, the NVIDIA version is called Hairworks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is a great. Does it? I don't know. I don't know if Hairworks. <laughs> Hair works for you. <laughs> Whoa, hair works. Hair works for you. <laughs> Starfield. Starfield. We shall remain to be seen if any of us will play it or when. It looks like you're going to shoot a lot of people in the face. Just saying. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, it looks like you're going to be shooting a lot of people in the face. Well, can you not play pacifist in Starfield? Surely. Uh, I read I read one thing that was saying that that's a pretty difficult run to actually pull off. Like mm. you know, it's just like just forces you. If, if you if you pick, I think it's like some side quests just go that way, and it's like I guess your only option would be a run <laughs> mm. if you were doing pacifism. Uh, that's the news. Well, I mean, there's a tiny bit of news about Factorio, I guess, because they're <laughs> wow, continuing to post their Friday dude. facts now about the expansion. <laughs> and the, the, this, so this is, I guess, the third Friday facts now that they've started doing them again. And this is like the first one that's actually been sort of actually new stuff like the last the previous one was more about optimization where they're talking about like the robots are going to get better because we've optimized pathfinding or whatever so the robots just function a bit better they don't, they're not quite so dumb or whatever <laughs> but this new one where it's like here's the, here's an actual new system and of course it was the it's the worst possible thing where the developer spends like a shit ton of time making this whole new feature and apparently this was one of the early things that they worked on, so it's like it's quite complete. And then they talk about it and people don't like it. <laughs> it's like that can't be a good thing for the developers to, to have happen. Mm. To, to show your new idea to the community and, and the community generally shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
but so it's. I guess to some extent that's the point. Well, right? kind of, except the, it it wouldn't be so bad if they hadn't specifically said that it was like this is one of the first things we worked on, and it's so perfectly completed. It's like it's fully optimized, and all this stuff we spent all this time, and it's like this is the one thing that people don't like. <laughs> that would be the worst thing to have to dump or re- redo. The thing you've spent the most time on. Yeah. The thing that you thought you were done with yeah. like years ago. <laughs> But yeah, it's so the the feature in question is they're adding quality to items. Quality beefy. Like basically it seems like almost any item, including like so what the point of it is that like qu- different qualities of buildings or whatever will have increased bonuses. So like assembling machines will work faster and gun turrets will shoot further or whatever. So that that's like the end product, but then the quality is like it's applied down the chain to all like the intermediate products. So you could just like make a better quality gear, which gives a increased chance to make the machine you're making out of the gear a higher quality machine or whatever. Mm. And so the there's sort of a couple of problems with it. The main problem mechanically is that it seems to just be like a giant resource sink, like. And it creates this weird, like, recycling loop where, because if you want the quality product, making the quality, making a quality thing is like, you know, it's a percentage chance based on the quality of the input parts. If you have all the high quality input parts, you're guaranteed to make the high quality product. But if you're using nor, you know, if, if, if it's not guaranteed, it's a random chance based on the pre, you know, how far of an upgrade from the previous tier it is or whatever. Right. So it then creates this like weird recycling loop where you're just like, you're just making an item over and over again, hoping to get the high quality and all the no, all the low quality ones you're just re- reprocessing and turning back into components. But the re- recycling step is like, you only get like a quarter of the components back. Hmm. And then you can do this. There's this even weirder thing where you can, in order to make higher quality parts, you have to put quality modules in the machine, which is just like another type of module. (laughs) It's just like another, (laughs) it's a quality module. It's just the fourth kind of module (laughs) after like efficiency, speed and productivity modules. So now you put the quality modules in to basically enable the machine to be able to make different quality parts on this percentage chance roll. But like the way they show it is you can put the quality modules in the recycler and then when it recycles a, a, a low quality item, you can somehow get high quality parts out of that. Which is just like, that just seems really weird and like super, super randomly gamey in mm. this otherwise sort of semi-realistic thing. But like with these recyclers giving you such a low percentage back for like much more deep reasons about all the other game engines interacting where they didn't want to accidentally make a positive loop or anything because it gives you such an incredibly low percentage it just seems like that's just going to be a massive resource sink for like not actually much reward Mm. like they specifically say because they show this like recycling quality loop where it's like it's aiming to make the highest tier item but starting from the lowest tier and this is using the best quality modules and the best machines and all that stuff and then it's like well this this can give you a return of like the making the highest quality item is only 56 times more expensive than the lowest quality one and i'm like that's a bit much really 
for like anything that's even slightly expensive for anything that you'd actually want to spend the time doing this for like right. the personal armor or the spidertron that say, are yeah, really expensive to start with other than it being a puzzle to solve and, it, they're, and they're making them a, well, making but, it a hard puzzle it's like is that but that's the thing about it as well is like it's not really a puzzle to solve because you because only solve it once and it's the same for every item right, you're just going to make it's... that blueprint and stamp it everywhere you just want to upgrade the quality or filter or the quality to, yeah is, is, like, it, is it because it's probabilistic and not guaranteed? Is, is that is that part of the problem? I mean, or? people think that's a problem, but realistically, that's not. It's like it might be annoying for if you were trying to like make the upgraded personal armor where you're only after one. But if you were wanted to make, say, all the assembling machines in your factory higher quality, you know, after you've made a hundred, the probability is just going to sort of even out, and it won't actually matter. Like when you're in mass production terms, probability doesn't actually affect anything on in the long term but it will be annoying if you're just looking to make that one singular item that you want super high quality and you just don't roll good luck for ages and you're just dumping resources into that process that's going to be kind of annoying so that's sort of a problem but i don't know if that's as much of a problem i just don't like that it is that it's like that it is even at this point, it looks like it's a solved problem. Like, you just look at the thing that they showed in the thing, and it's like, well, yeah, you just build that. Mm. <laughs> and the, but, I mean, admittedly, we don't, you know, there could be other systems that they haven't yet showed that are going to interact with this in a different way. Right, yeah. And the other slight problem that I have is just, like, they've added a, they've added a tiered system on top of a tiered system. Like, you already have assembling machines in Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, and now each of those can have five different quality tiers. Right, right. It's like, why would you do that? Well, Yes, but it's not really complexity. Also, you know, you're, as people very quickly pointed out, you're going to run into the immediate, like, um, you know, the, the, the way people solve problems in games, where it's just like, there's five quality tiers, but realistically, there's two, <laughs> like lowest and highest. Lowest and no highest. one cares about yeah. the middle ones. What what is the what is the point in going to the middle ones? Or is it? Or do you, is there no like uh, system for that you have to build up through the tiers? Or is it? Yeah, just... you you do have to kind of, except because of like because of the recycling system, you can filter the components and then build them into slightly better components and then recycle those into slightly better components. So it's like you can tear it up contained within one system essentially right so it's not like you just you can so it's not like you can just get like well, you highest can, tier you just... can but the percentages suck right. like like if you're using these these like apparently quite expensive high quality quality modules because <laughs> quality modules could have quality helpfully <laughs> but then that can give you like a 10 percent chance to go up one tier and then like a one percent chance to go up two tiers and then like a point one percent chance to go up three tiers or whatever it's that you know it's logarithmic or whatever i guess scaled Hmm. percentage chance so it's like the percentages kind of suck but you know again that's that's just a matter of if it's balanced well enough to scalability like if you're making a million goddamn green circuits and you're filtering out the 10,000 quality ones and then using those to build specifically quality items maybe that's not so bad right i don't see why this is that bad but i also don't see why it's that interesting interesting (laughs) yeah yeah and then, then the the not actually a problem, but the problem that everyone has with it is like 
for some reason they decided to use like regular loot naming conventions so you've got like uncommon gears oh, and epic right. gears it's like, this doesn't make any sense use your own system that sounds more like industrial right. precision or gears things. or something yeah like, Ex- expert machine you don't want a legendary gears. sailor panel <laughs> <laughs> slightly why not you could have slightly wonky gears that would be cool. that would work right as your low gears. low con slightly wonky gear well yeah i mean there's a lot of weird industrial terms you could easily use or metal gear like it's made of some, the wrong metal well that, well that would be different though, if it was made of the wrong metal inadequate gear so yeah i don't know it's it seems like we go and then the other the other like counter argument to all the with all the problems with it is it's like it doesn't actually unlock until relatively far through the game hmm. so like it's not it and you know it's optional but calling things optional is never actually an argument because like if you put something in the game people are going to do it well, <laughs> like that, look at it yeah you're not gonna you're not going to not do a thing that is content even if it's even if you don't find that content super interesting i mean you might but well like, you might yeah there's, there's i guess there's like it's there in the ui you might go oh what's that like if, if you're a new player i suppose like, well, sure as a new player but i mean it's like are they thinking too much of this expansion being for hardcore factorio players not that it isn't going to be for hardcore factorio players but are they are they angling it too much towards that right yeah and failing well and maybe failing <laughs> It's hard to tell the actual sentiment of the whole community, of course, because only sure. people who don't like things are going to come and tell you about it. Yeah, that's true. You're only going to hear the the shouts loudest crew, which is usually the angry crew. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like, I didn't like it initially, but like at a certain point, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably okay with just like, I'll just filter off the occasional random better quality part and then just use that to make personal armor or whatever, just for the tiny, just for the slight bonus. I won't, it's like, it's, I don't feel like it's a thing that I'm going to intentionally commit like the recycling loop masses of resources towards. It will just be a bonus. You know, when you're this deep into a game, when this thing hasn't even come out yet and, yep. you're, and, you're, and you're that, that, <laughs> well, that's you know, you're, you're planning <laughs> that's the thing about Factorio is like it's all about plans yeah and if they show you enough of the mechanic that you can plan like they haven't really shown enough about the space mechanics to be able to know how that's going to function yet right, yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah I don't know that's that's what's going on in Factorio <laughs> not actually going on in Factorio I guess it hasn't even not it's yet. still a year away at least yeah. before we'll actually get to use this whole thing settle in <laughs> There's that. That's Factorian news. Is that something you've been playing then, Zach? A little bit, yeah. I, good transition. Yep, good job. <laughs> I've played some Factorio. Do we need a sequence, though, to transition to this segment? Do we need like a loading pause where like, <laughs> where we sit around for a couple of extra minutes for no reason? Do we need to, do we need to build the, the, the what you've been playing section out of a blueprint? This isn't a video. You don't have to do any editing. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> We've just inserted a seam where, where it was previously seamless. There you go. Yep. <laughs> we had to call out the seamlessness of that seamlessness and make it non-seamless. <laughs> exactly. It, it was too smooth. It was too smooth. <laughs> yeah, I played some Factorio. I've been, I played a, a, a mod that I'd played previously, but it's a new version of it. Like in, It's called Industrial Revolution, but it basically makes it so that 
the early game is focused around all your machines are steam powered, so you have to use pipes to put steam everywhere, basically. And put I, steam in holes. Yeah, put steam in holes. <laughs> lots of holes. Holes in every machine that pipes connect to. <laughs> but yeah, I've just sort of started to reach the electricity age where it's like, finally, I've learned how to make machines that aren't run on steam, except they technically are still run on steam because of steam engines. But right. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, the steam, steam engines generates, make power. Yeah. So it's just like a total conversion that's kind of, kind I mean, of thing like arguably like a lot of the stuff is still the same it's, I mean a lot of factory mods are like this where it's not like it's substantially the same but like you know the pro- progression through it is slightly different mm. and maybe you know you get these extra resources like in this one you have stuff like gold and and extra different resources to make the progression through the tiers of stuff slightly different. I mean, I, is there a nice work on the presentation side? Yes, that like, is yeah. one of the things that this does do is like the actual graphics are good. Mm. Like all the assembling machines and all the new pipes and stuff look appropriately nice. Like, well, I mean, they're all made of copper to start with, so they're all sort of coppery brown as mm. well, which is distinct from when you, when you finally get ele- electrical stuff and it's all iron, so it's all shiny silver. Mm. And they will have nice animations and stuff, but nice. that's yeah. sort of more standard for mods nowadays. Okay. Like we've reached the point in Factorio modding where it's like everyone is expected to have good graphics now, not just recolor the old <laughs> <Right>. graphics. Okay. <laughs> it's got too pro. Yeah. For some definition, Which is, too, I, I suppose. Guess, I guess that's another one of those slight arguments about the whole quality thing from that DLC where it's just like you've taken the cheap route. Instead of making five new tiers of assemblers with different graphics, you've just used the same assembler, but now there's five of them that don't look any different, but they're different speeds just because. Right, yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't build assets for this. Yeah. Which, I mean, arguably you could say, but we don't know what the other assets they have made are yet mm. for the whole different plants and all the space stuff. Sure, yeah. <laughs> this could be why this is like this. They could have put the work in for the assets elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I played some Factorio. But I mean, the only thing I need to talk about really is just talk about Zelda again briefly. Because <laughs> I finished it at last. Dun, dun, dun. And then was very disappointed that Master Mode isn't in there. And then was subsequently about a week later disappointed again when they said there wasn't going to be any more DLC, so there won't be Master Mode. Well, there might be. But there uh, might be, I might guess, be a free if update. they do a free update. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I finished it. I'd be very surprised if they don't come around I, I mean yeah i guess i see your point like like you were, we were talking about it earlier that putting master mode in might be a bit of a challenge yes it, it's, it's definitely not a no work thing you're going to have to spend some effort yeah to, make, to make, even to make, make it, it up enough to, to even make it, make it as dumbly expanded as breath of the world's one was yeah. <laughs> but yeah i finished it and obviously can't really talk about the ending in terms of actually what you know the stuff about it but i do want to talk about it in very general terms which is to say is it better than breaths well so the thing is the approach to the end is worse than breath of the wild because the hyrule castle was just cool right and it it doesn't do that as well that sort of idea of like the end zone Uh Which is fine. I mean, that's a little disappointing because I I feel like when this game is the when Tears has decided to do an approach, I suppose, sure. or a, a sort of semi guided 
like the pre-pimple bits basically yeah those experiences have been pretty they've been agreeable yeah that's why they put the effort in right yeah yeah Yeah, i guess i guess that is kind of like it is weaker than those i mean there is still something to it Hmm. and it does have like it it does have new music i guess always good which is nice you've been hearing that same new music music the whole time all the new music is great. There just needs to be more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More new music. So there's that. And then in terms of like the actual boss fight, uh, it's better than Breath of the Wild. The the, right, yeah. the second stage is almost actually difficult, or I found it almost actually <laughs> difficult. <laughs> right. Which is nice. Well, that's saying something given you're pretty much maxed out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was deliberately wearing slightly weaker arm. <laughs> okay. No, well... Damage isn't the problem, let's say. What, dealing damage? Right. It's the actual mechanics of the fight that are the slightly tricky part. Okay. So you weren't, you, for what? You, were, you, you didn't you run out of magic and run out of, no. get screwed over. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're completely like, boned. No light arrows. <laughs> you're completely boned. I mean, I guess in this game you could run out of weapons, conceivably. Yeah. <laughs> but for all your weapons, you'd run out of... you just run away. Well, I mean, you could probably just leave it. I guess I don't know, because well, obviously once you finish it and you reload your save, it puts you just before the possible point of no return but i mm. would assume you can still for, maybe teleport out at any point mm. <laughs> maybe maybe not once and, you get and, into and the actual it, actual yeah, boss fight stop it yeah that'd be weird <laughs> I, want, I guess you just don't try that like what if you're in one of the actual major boss fights and just go just, leave. just go bye yeah. <laughs> presumably it will stop you like it just won't let you teleport yeah. it will just put a word on the thing text box in the middle of the screen that says you can't do that now <laughs> for some reason I'll just go dunk. Yeah, probably. So there's that. The second stage is sort of sort of difficult. And the last stage is still a cutscene boss, but like not so much as the dumb pig dude from Breath of the Wild. That was pretty dumb. It's it's le- it's a less bad version of that. Okay. I guess. Okay. Still quite cutscene. The actual thing that I found I mean, that could be fine. less good about the end is like the actual cutscene. Well, like not not in the not in the process of going through the end, but like the the actual end end cutscenes are kind of like a bit like weak. They don't Antic they don't, they don't feel very epic considering like Breath of the Wild's one didn't feel yeah. that epic. No, I agree. It, like the the end end cutscenes of Ocarina are like the most epic. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean maybe we don't need to go full like Ewok party mode like Ocarina, Ocarina does. great. Or even, or even Return of the King, right? Yeah. With as many fade outs. But like, you know, the endings do just feel a it bit... It was basically the Ewok party. Yeah, but what... the Ewok party is great. I, I wish they hadn't changed it in the special edition so it cuts to like half the oh God, galaxy. Those, those no, it's just the yub-dub. Yub-dub. They cut the awesome, stupid music. Yeah. Anyway, can you even get that anymore? Sorry to, but like, can you get the original cut of it and get the up now? No, probably not. Yeah. Unless you managed to, unless there was like a DVD release that actually was that original one before Lucas started messing. Well, I'm sure someone's ripped a VHS, but (laughs) that's not the same thing as getting it. Well, yeah, there's those those really fascinating like restoration (laughs) projects. You know, the fan made restoration projects of the original cut, which are surprisingly excellent. If you go look at look for those. I remember retweeting someone posted that I know posted when uh, Trump lost the election. Just a picture of the Ewok party with the words "Yup, dub." <laughs> 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 I 
but yeah, the, the ending cutscenes are a bit like a bit like hey you won anyway this doesn't seem like it's just kind of that's done I mean we thought we were saving the entire world when we were defeating Calamity Ganon and now we're like we've discovered an even bigger threat and now we've killed him as well it's just like uh. (laughs) is everyone just like well that's done I bet there'll be more (laughs) kind of like 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 now now we're just used to this yeah I mean it does feel like that it feels like it feels like they don't consider it a big deal. Like, well, we're, like, like we're just next month. We're going to go down a different hole and find another giant evil. <laughs> Fairness. That's kind of the vibe of the whole game, right? Like, there's a certain element of like when you're just other than like the people that look at landing and stuff like that. You're just sort of. Well, it's because they. I mean, yes, there's the problems in the in the in the four main temple <laughs> yes. areas, right? But there's not like it never feels like everyone's like that. This is like oh, doom, doom is upon us. Well, it's like it's, they, it never gives that vibe. It's just like well, this thing's happening. It's because like it feels like Link just hasn't told anyone. <laughs> I think we talked about it before. It's like if Link actually talked more, they'd be a lot more worried about this shit. I guess. Yeah. It's like he apparently tells them that they found this mummy and it fell in a hole and Zelda disappeared, and then they then there's this ghost Zelda wandering around that everyone's worried about. And it's but like, has he ever told anyone about uh, at least where I? at like he just go he, he obviously sees the tears and the memories yeah and then, then and he, he never, never tells anyone about that yeah it's like there's this whole thing going on in the past that is probably kind of important to know about you know <laughs> the whole history of the world is kind of important guys guys do you remember that do you remember that tapestry we used to go on about all the time like it, it's like that but, <laughs> yeah it's like that but different but in my head and also maybe on those walls down in that first cave where you like you see the mural <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff Maybe, maybe send. Oh, I mean, I guess you can't send Joshua down there now. No, it's all a bit messed up. It's but. all a bit gloomy. But yeah, it's like it does feel. It, it, even at the start of the game, it seems very weird that they're like, "Oh, you saw this mummy, and he, he seems to know you, and it's this whole thing." And then they're just like, "Well, don't worry about him for now. <laughs> don't worry about him for the next several months, I guess. Why you go and deal with the four other places?" It's just like. I feel like they really didn't put enough weight on that. Because, <laughs> like, it's clearly obvious that he's the major bad guy, right? I mean, admittedly, maybe they don't know that. Maybe they don't know the tropes in their world. But, like... Right, they don't know the Zelda tropes <laughs> in Zelda. Yeah. But he did lift the entirety of Hyrule Castle up just by shouting yeah. at it, <laughs> almost. <laughs> and you, it's not like they don't know. You've explained to them exactly what happened, right? Yeah, like, they know that he was down there and... He did the thing. He did a thing yeah. that caused all these sky islands to appear, apparently, as well. And the shrines and all the, and the whole world changed. It's just like, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe something important is going on. And also, he seems to be related to the gloom. You know, this yeah. thing that's really bad for everyone at the moment. I keep forgetting what it's called, the equivalent of the gloom in, in Breath. What's it called? Malice. Uh, Malice, right. Malice, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I did watch a video about about the translation of Tears of the Kingdom and like I think that it's I don't know if it is this in Japanese or whether it's like the Japanese translation would work better but like the gloom could have been called miasma oh right which yeah. would have made yeah, more but sense that's a bit more gas like that yeah. isn't it miasma but yeah I think gloom is perfectly good what's wrong with gloom I, I can't see yeah there's no problem with gloom I, just think, I don't think it sounds dangerous enough. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it, it, it's not like it's alliterative with doom, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Like gloom hands and stuff. I mean, I guess. Yeah. 
It's not like deaf goop. But you, might t- you might take that more seriously. That's why malice seemed a bit better. Doop. It's like, mm-hmm. That sounds more dangerous than gloom. Yeah, fair. <laughs> what else would you call it? Like, what other single word name dangerous. sounds? I, th- I think it looks more threatening, the red, than the sure. pur- pinky purple stuff. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but then the pinky purple stuff like was on theme with the um, ancient Sheikh attack, I guess bit more yeah kind so it of. worked yeah yeah that was that was the ending of that <laughs> yeah and i am still thinking about basically using my the other account i have on my switch to just run get through the start of the game relatively quickly because i still want to see about some of the weird sequence break possibilities right yeah are you going to try and break it then? You could do things weirdly. Yeah, there's a couple of things I want to try. I, I do also kind of want to see what happens if you just go to the end immediately. <laughs> right. Yeah. How that how that, that figures that out? Because you know, did, did you ever do that in breath as an experiment? Uh, no, I did. I did watch speed runs of it, so I know what right, happens. Yeah. Like you have to fight the calamity, the, the blights, the blights there instead of because you won't have fought them in the in the. Temple divine beast. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the divine beast. So yeah. you fight them there, and you also don't get the giant laser that knocks off half of Cloudy Gather's health immediately. <laughs> you have to right, do that sure. fight for real, <laughs> right? Yeah, and you are not powered up. Not super powered. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so like, and you don't have the muscles for them. How that's going to work in this game seems like it's going to be slightly more tricky because you know the sages are a thing, <laughs> and kind mm. of important to the whole concept of this battle. Mm. So I'd be interested to see what happens with that. And there's a, there's a, I assume, cause like, obviously you can still do any of the four areas in any order. Mm. That's going to be the same as Breath of the Wild. There's no, there's nothing to stop you from doing that really, apart from just inconvenience. But then like, there is a, there is a couple of other things where I'm like, this seems like you might be able to do it in a different order, but I can see why they wouldn't let you, but that's what I want to test. Right. See, see if see if the ideas I have of how you could sequence break this are possible, or whether it just doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, because the one I told you about, all the theory I have behind that, I bet that's very easily solved by it just not being activatable. Yeah. Um, if you haven't gone through the whole process, because I did when I was earlier on when i was playing it and i was talking to someone else about it they sort of sequence break a, a part except it i don't i i didn't follow up with them to see whether they could complete the sequence break like they went somewhere that they that they kind of figured out that they weren't meant to go yet because of a because of a, a reason mm. <laughs> but like they could be there but maybe they couldn't do the thing that they needed to do at the end Oh, right. Is this a little bit like, okay, the mini spoilers. It's like when you find the, the, the first, the puzzle for the first skeleton in the world, I guess, the first like beast skeleton. And I, and I did that and it's like, oh, right. Like, it's, like the quest it's, hasn't, doesn't exist yet. Yeah, exactly. So I couldn't, I, although I did the thing and it did the, did 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 Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, actually, and I was then very confused because it's like, uh, okay, nothing has happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, it might have been like that, like, or there just would have been at a certain point a door they couldn't open or something because they weren't meant to be there because this was one of the places where doors would have worked. Right. But yeah, I, I, that's one of the things I want to test. That that specific area that I'm thinking of, 
but I'm not going to talk about which specific one it is because that still might be spoilers, I guess. Yeah, sure. But anyway, yeah, there's that. That's that's the theoretical, but maybe not actually end of Tears of the Kingdom for me. <laughs> I would. It said you had been online on your Switch for like nine days or something. I was like, what the heck is going on? Well, that's because I, I finished yeah. it and then I have played it yeah, this I week. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I did actually take my switch out of my bag since last week when I was here. Ooh. Hmm. You're turning a corner, man. It's good. <laughs> well, it is kind of it does kind you. of suck because <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to play Master Mode. Yeah, I was going yeah. to use Master Mode to do the 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 sequence breaking tests as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe it'll come. Yeah, I bet it. I bet it will. It's odd that it's not just in there from the beginning. Well, yeah, that's I why. That's why I thought that, like, the fact what I in I mean, the in the one week period before they made the announcement about the DLC, I was like, oh, so it doesn't have Master Mode. So obviously, DLC must be coming to put Master Mode back in because they put mm. in everything that was DLC before in Breath of the Wild. They've already put in the game. Except the Master Sword <laughs> and the Horse Armor. Yes, apart from the Sheik Attack. Mm. But yeah, apparently not. So. I, mm disappointing and this means we're not going to get any other random building materials or components i suppose so like building is is what it is i guess i mean that could have been a dlc angle, i guess yeah. <laughs> introduce new components oh yeah because i feel like this game like in many respects like some of the some of the shrines are some of the most interesting things but i also feel like they never go hard enough with the shrine no. puzzles right it's and i always feel like oh, well i've well, yeah. I've just done that, and I've done that very quickly. Can can we do a bit more of this, please? Because I'm not. I just don't. Even now, like a hundred and some tens of hours into the game, it's like I'm just not really engaging with the building system all that much. No, like I'm doing not building giant robots. I mean, did no. you do that, Zach? Like in the end, I guess in the depths, you were you figured out that that's the thing to do. Right? Not really. I mean, like I was because the. The trouble with vehicles is just like they don't, you can't make them as all terrain as you'd hope. Mm. Even in depths where it's like it's normally quite flat and like the, the. Something always gets cocking stuck. Yeah, it's just not as convenient as, you know, triple haste potion and then just run everywhere. Oh, side note, because I just said something gets cocking stuck. It's like we drove through a, a little village called Cocking. <laughs> of course. And it made me laugh. You didn't get stuck though. We didn't get stuck there, no. There was a sign for the Cocking Village shop where it's just like, <laughs> it's like if anyone has a complaint, that's already the best name. Or if they have to go to Cocking Church, of which there was a lovely sign for. <laughs> lovely. I don't know. It was, it was just funny. We're, we're a great place. Go visit Cocking. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I did use the building. Like, I think I mentioned it before. There's just there's one specific cave which is intentionally designed for you to basically build a tank. And it's like, that's cool. And then I, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I guess you can do this. It's like, it, it, you know, it shows you the ideas. And you're mm. like, yeah, I could do this anywhere. But like, it's just I, not. I just did like a trial, you know, one of those trial shrines. And it was meant to be the vehicles one. Right. And I built the first vehicle out of the game, destroyed everything. And then I realized that there's, there's a bunch of like, there was a thing in the middle that you were supposed to break into that had a bigger vehicle, you know, and the yeah, blast yeah, and lasers and, and all kinds of shit on it. And it's like, well, I already solved uh, it. Yeah, I just, I just, yeah. just drove around and shot some things. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, and it was done. Yeah, It's like the, there should have been more places where it was set up to actually use vehicles, I guess. Mm. I mean, maybe that's a sign that, you know, 
why we're not getting those DLCs, right? You know, that they did use all their ideas up because it's like the shrines aren't quite as deep as as as, as you want them to be. Yeah, but, but, they, but then is that just a symptom of the game, right? Is it just a symptom of like we've got all these cool systems that you just want them to keep getting deeper? So are we never satisfied? <laughs> yeah, but they, is, is that? Is I don't it, think they did go deep enough on the mechanics that they did have, <laughs> like. Like we say, they use them once in a shrine, but then maybe didn't even go far enough in that once. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, my unfortunate like hoarder instinct kicks in in this game hard, right? And and I just don't because everything's uh, an expendable resource. Yeah, but you can. I don't, I just, and, and I know they're like pretty readily available if I go out of my way to go get more. Well, you don't even have to, though, do you? Because <laughs> there's mean, a whole maybe, secondary system that makes everything infinite, essentially. To an extent, but well, kind of. But that's still a currency driven that I sure. would have to go and get more of. But much easier um, to find. <laughs> sure. Well, well, yeah, definitely sure. But I don't know. I just. There's all that 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 whole layer of cool stuff that doesn't, to me, doesn't feel cheap enough to, to engage with it. Like I just, I just don't like. And you've got to have have had the parts in order to, uh, you know, use them later in the, with the currency driven method. Well, sure, but you've that's got not... to have built the thing specifically in a specific way to 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 go back to it. Well, that's the actual problem is you actually have to stop and do the design. You actually have yeah. to think about it. Because once I started getting more of the you know, Yiga Clan stuff. I was like, yeah, I guess some. I guess I will occasionally pop one of these out. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, my my the things I used regularly was basically just a rocket platform. <laughs> when I was in the depths, I was like, I need to go up this cliff. <laughs> just put a rocket on a platform and just <laughs> go. go straight. I don't even use springs for that, even though that's oh, right. the much more the, obvious you, thing to do. The floaty platforms, do you mean? No, I just like a regular platform with a rocket on it, and then once it reaches the peak of right. the gravity, I just jump, just jump off. off. <laughs> it's like that's right. that's good enough. Do you not put the rocket on the shield? Is that is that is that, is that less good? Or well, all my shields already fused the other shields. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd have to so just get a, go mess with just that. Get a plate, yeah, and you, wooden. Can't, and you can't currency build that. Well, you you'd, can. You'd have to have had. Oh no, not shields. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not, not a shield fuse. Well, I, could you actually? Could you build a? Can you make a blueprint I, of one item? No, not, not, not of one right. item. Yeah, but I was thinking if you dropped a shield on the ground, and then you that wouldn't count as an item that you could pick back up after you recreate it. I assume. <laughs> otherwise, you could make infinite items, and that'd be dumb. No, and then you can't disconnect from. <laughs> yes, you would be able to things. unattach it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's like at a certain point you have to. You have to choose to spend time just making a thing, <laughs> which I did do at least once. Where I was like, I need to make a, a better version of this flying machine or a better version of this boat. Like you know, I spent some time doing that, but not not to make so anything particularly elaborate. I mean, the, the time I've spent sometimes making something a little bit a little bit cool, we just have parts lying around most of the time, or an, an occasional popped spheres. It's just like, well, there's, there's, I went to this effort of making this thing, and it was useful for about twenty seconds, and now I've got to abandon. Yeah, that is that is why 
that that system is slightly less good, even when it's a vehicle. <laughs> like even the vehicles don't last long enough. I mean, the funniest thing I've done in that game was still catapulting a Korok into oblivion, and that's quite an easy thing to make. Yeah, I did that <laughs> just... as well. I actually did that right at the end of my playthrough. I was just like, I found a Korok, and I was just like. Oh, like maybe this will be the one where I actually try and build a catapult, and then I threw it off the cliff about a mile down into oh, the sea, man. and then it's like I looked around for it for ages because I thought it had gone where it was meant to go, and then I was like, I wonder if it was the same one I did. Possibly, like, yeah. I was like, where the hell did it end up? And then I like looked off the cliff and scoped it, and it's like, oh shit, it's still in the water down there. Oh, well, nice. I'm just gonna have to leave and wait for that to respawn because I'm never gonna get it back up from down there. Yeah, I reckon I must have done that <laughs> when I when I fired mine, but like I never, I didn't find it in the water. It like, and I was just searching for it for ages, and then it's like, and then eventually turned around, and it's like I could just see the little green plume, and it's like, oh god damn it, he's back there. <laughs> Yes, I wish it. I wish it had respawned. I wish I had thrown it into oblivion and it had actually respawned, rather than it actually <laughs> not respawning and ending up where it did. <laughs> I mean, it was really satisfying to see this poor little Korok go absolutely mild. <laughs> that is the trouble with the, with the whole catapults. Is like if you you really have to look at where it goes because <laughs> otherwise mm. you won't have any goddamn idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 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 if you're using a catapult, you're probably firing it up somewhere where it's probably going to be a bit difficult to follow unless you like make a little capsule for yourself to get catapulted with him well i presume you can just stand on the catapult at the same time because the way you because on that rare occasion when you do actually catapult yourself the physics all works the same yeah so do or at least you'll be able to see him if he does like accelerate further ahead of you due to Mm. air resistance or whatever Yeah, I mean, those are, those are those are probably like my personal gripes. I don't know. This just maybe if maybe if you are the Zacks, then these these systems are fine, you know. And you've got got a whole bunch of resources that you're not planning to use for something else. <laughs> well, but yes, um, I did have a whole shit ton of resources. That's for sure. Did, yeah. <laughs> Even after the point where I deliberately just stopped collecting certain specific resources, it's just like. I'm still not even expiring these at a rate that makes any difference to how much I've got. I bet there's like caps on most of them as well, right? So it's just well, Sean, like, like nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine, but I oh, didn't okay. think of any of that. I, I assume most things would stop at nine, like eight thousand, well, like one thousand. No, a couple of them definitely go to the full nine thousand. Oh, okay, that's that's kind of helpful. <laughs> I've not been playing. I haven't played any of that since the last bit you saw me play. To be fair, so right. How much I have you played, it. Dan? Because we know that you did a bit. We saw you online. Well, Zach saw you online because you still haven't added me on your friends list, have you? <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa. We haven't. We've never sorted that out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, send me a friend code or whatever. I don't. I can't remember yeah, how this you. bloody works on Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have just have I to find you... an ID, don't I, and send you that ID? Is that how that works? Or you can I be in the so. same room and do it via the local link. Oh, right. <laughs> Which I think is how me and Dad actually did it. Like, one of the rare times we yeah, actually probably. both had our Switch. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it has, like, oh, discover people via your social media, but I don't think we're probably not connected on <laughs> no, that. probably. <laughs> on that. Right. So I, point, think, I yeah, don't think that'll work. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Which is, what yeah. did you do, Dad? Yeah. How much, me. how much more did you do? Uh, I did the water temple or oh, whatever, today, because I had some time this afternoon. Um, 
Uh, so yeah. Oh, there it is. Success. I think that I, would, that do would, I have to type this into my Switch? Like you I might be able to do it through the Nintendo so you... Switch Online app, which is how I got that code. Oh, then, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know no, that awful that. thing. Yeah, <laughs> this might be the one okay, time it's well, useful. I'll try and connect you. <laughs> Live yeah. testing of Nintendo's it, technology. Yeah, that, that, this is probably the smallest one, right? I was expect. I, I mean, it, I like that's what we talked about earlier. Like, it's the whole run up to the, tr- mm, to yeah. the temples. It's like, the fun, it's like, a fun part that they put all the effort into in all of these, right? Which is cool. I like that whole quest thing. But like, compared to the fire temple, this was a little disappointing. It was oh, l- yeah. nice looking, but it's well, it wasn't exactly Ocarina Water Temple insanity, was it? It's no. like pretty. It was basically the like two shrines sized or something. And also, it didn't <laughs> um, really shrines. make that much use of the mechanic, like the water blocks. Of the water. Even the approach no, didn't really I mean, use them bit. that much. Yeah. Or at least um, it used you, them in really more obvious used in ways. Shrines, right? Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, that's true. Like reversing them and uh, just floating in them. And oh, man, that, there was, I like there the was definitely one of those put... through me for a while, like how to how to divert them to in a certain way that that threw me oh, divert there wasn't that much diverting there's a bit where there was one there was one where one seemed to be going completely the wrong one which was all right yeah there was one where one seemed to be going completely the wrong direction i'm like how on earth do i get that to go where i need to get anyway yeah uh, that took me a while to figure out but yeah but yeah i feel like those and those water balls like, specifically could have been used in some more different ways maybe yeah like you don't you, some dumb things like oh yeah what a Conduct water conducts electricity yes. stuff like that mm. yeah a few things like that but you know it was yeah it wasn't too much but i guess i guess for kids or whatever like they you need them to be able to mainline the <laughs> sure. main quest right is that the idea and then you can make shrines hard i don't know uh, but yeah it was cool looking but um yeah and then i liked that the boss was this little guy <laughs> that was kind of cool Hmm. Like little dickhead who, who was ruining Zora Kingdom yeah. or whatever. The Muktarok uh, is probably yeah. one of my favorite uh, bosses. Yeah, in the game. it was good. That yeah. was good. So I, that was cool. Well, uh, I think not, it's okay because wasn't... it's like I don't like the bit where you have to chase him around. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's just sort of annoying. I mean, that's not so bad. I mean, you just yeah. you just get a bow out, put a wing on it, or whatever, or I'm an not eyeball. Sure. Yeah, not eyeball probably. Eyeball, better. yeah. yeah. Homing, uh, sort it out. Um, I mean, it's more annoying when you. I mean, fight but does again. this mean that I presume this means that literally every single one of these boss fights involves trying to get to the sage and and activate their power? So you're always constantly trying to find them so you can. <laughs> well, yes. Grab their if you power want to do it that way, yes. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to. No, you, no, but, you can use like it's what it's guiding you to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where is the guy? Oh, he's despawned. Well, I mean, it's why, why <laughs> yeah. whenever I was doing those boss fights, you just turn off any other stages, and there's always only going to be right, one, yeah, so yeah. at least you don't oh, get confused. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? That's so obvious. <laughs> yeah. I, I leave the stages turned off most of the time myself. Oh, really? Oh, I leave them all on. Yeah. And make, get, mm. Wait for the horrible mess of like spawning and despawning that they always create. Oh, right. Although, although in fairness, that is sometimes annoying. The worst... Hang on, where are you? You've done Fire Temple, right? So you have your Novo, right? And uh, yeah, I've got your Novo. He's, he's the most annoying one because obviously he's so chunky. Like he chooses to despawn way more often than the others. I've noticed. Yeah, because he like can't fit in the room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Especially and, it's in just, and it's just like, oh, I could really use you here, and you line him up, and it's like you're or you walk towards him, and the moment you reach him, he then despawns, and it's like, oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> like, I, I really want to de- yeah. want to use you yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. 
I hate I, that. I mean, that, that, is, that is definitely like probably the worst part. If we were going to talk about bad parts of this game, the activating sage powers I don't have is probably the worst. On. Yeah, I turned them off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're, they're super useful, but I haven't. Turned. I also had the pro HUD on, and there was actually a um, a side quest where I like didn't really work unless I had the mini map because I had to uh... ascend into something that was basically only marked on the map and it was like in uh because it was the bit where you have to well anyway it's is this spoiler no probably not i don't know you have to ascend into a it's fine. shed you have to ascend into a shed oh right yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. and i just had the yeah. pro hat on i was like how the hell am i supposed to find the point to, and then i was like oh yeah, yeah. well it was a mini map that'd be quite annoying yeah. you could do it using the main map right put a pin yeah, on yeah. the actual shed and then use that because the pin weight depends in the without the mini map. Well, can, you can pop open the map repeatedly. Oh, well, <laughs> It'd yeah. be much worse, but it would be functionally the same. Uh, yeah, that's how I struggled doing that. So I, I turned on the thing. Or you but know, right, just I use your spatial thought... sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you theoretically could do it just through guesswork. I know that's what I was trying to do, but it's like that's a is it not real those... Warren that like maze yeah. underneath the village? Is it one it's of those like places where there isn't a ceiling clue or? I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't find one. Um, yeah, I don't remember that being. Anyway, I just found a, a bug. I don't know if it will disappear, but now that I've cleared the Zora domain scum off the on the map, uh, like uh, it's gone from the map, the uh, yellowy yep. gunk or whatever, right? But when I change zoom levels, it flickers back for a second, no. for an instant. Probably, uh, probably is a bug. Yeah. Yeah, which seems to be a bug, which is unusual. I haven't seen any bugs yet, so uh, I, I, maybe I'll reboot the game and it'll disappear. But anyway, yeah, that, that probably would help. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, rem- I did yeah. sort of remember to keep doing that occasionally, just like maybe I'll actually for real close the game this time, <laughs> just just in case. Yeah, I think I've been doing that naturally. Yeah, um, not like you're going to get the infinite blood done bug, the, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh no. And I, I, I got the quest, but I still haven't done the whole depths, whatever statue business so i guess that's the next thing yeah i've not done a lot of that i should probably go follow, back follow the statues or whatever i can't remember what well, does that give you the sensor or whatever i don't know i anyway i haven't got any of that stuff mm, yeah you have to finish that to make robbie go to the hatano lab right. right he's not in there right yeah. yeah yeah i did i did go up there but he's not in there yeah so i've got to do that so i suppose i'll do that next yeah i just still haven't uh, done all the, yeah all the pad up upgrades there's one of them i still don't have Right, but but for obvious reasons, because <laughs> it's the one that you need to do pain, map completion for. Yeah, it's a slight pain in the ass one. Um, yeah, um, yeah, and then I'll probably go up to Akala and check that and check out Tarrytown. Haven't been up there yet, mm. uh, so that's probably my next destination. Good, 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 good. Do you think you're going to finish it before the end of the year, <laughs> so we can talk about the boss spoilers? <laughs> yeah, if I get that some time out, I'll, I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be able to. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all four temples down at this point. Have the master sword. Uh, could go and just do it. I suppose nothing really stopping me, apart from you know. <laughs> well, nothing is ever really stopping you no, technically in that the, game. There, there is, there's one. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've I've now got the whole map at least on the surface, and there's one area I really just haven't spent any time in. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and I probably want to go back to the to the very first area I explored, which was Hebra. Probably should do that a bit more. 
like a bit like you, I guess you he you did Hebrew first, right, and then didn't go back to it. Yeah, I didn't just... actually do the whole back half of Hebrew until much later. Yeah, and I got a whole bunch of depths that I just never never done. But then I don't know. I, I seem to have an okay time in the depths while I'm, when I'm there when I start doing that. But like I don't, I don't know if I want to do that all the time because it's just always that same music. Yes, it's, it's always that same look. There's it's not just, really much not, to it. It's not a super interesting place to be, <laughs> but it is massive. I covered much more of the depths once I was hunting for the weapons, which is like I need, right, to, yeah. I need to visit all those ghost piles, and therefore that will just give me a convenient way to complete more of the depths map mm. as I'm doing that. Go. Not that I wasn't intending to complete it anyway, but you know, yeah, I'll synergize go. the goals. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll go do the the questy stuff I know about down there. I'll go, I'll go finish that for sure. Yeah. Although there's, there's there's still some stuff down there that I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like I know it must be a thing, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that is that everything you were doing, Zach? I mean, no, but that's all that we need to talk about, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because we've oh geez. Yep. <laughs> also, because you know time. time. <laughs> uh. Dan you, Dan, you played at least two other games. <laughs> at least a little uh, bit. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so talk two. about them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got time? Though? Well, I, don't know. I mean, how, how much do you want to, to say about about Undertale and Disco Elysium? Oh, Elysium. Interesting. Um, uh, I don't know that I'm enjoying playing them. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I didn't imagine that you would have much more to say after playing them a bit more. Right. Is, I mean, is Disco yeah. holding up after we, you know, I guess, I guess we're shooting. Yeah, totally. I guess you carried I mean, on from yeah. where we left off. Um, no, no, I restarted it. Oh, okay. Um, right. Less stupidly. Yeah. <laughs> well, or do it well, in a different way. I was way. trying to go for, yeah, do it a slightly different way. I think right. you have to play it in several ways to get the most out of it, sure. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing a boring run, I guess, of like not being a total idiot <laughs> in some places. Being a normal you person. Be a, you, well, the thing is, you can't. Resident. Yeah, I don't know. You're. I'm trying to play the role because you're not a normal person. No. Like you're pretty fucked up, basically. Uh, but I've got the skill, like the Inland Empire one, which is like basically. I looked it up and like it's called Inland Empire as a reference to the David Lynch film, and it's basically the David Lynch skill. It's the like waking dreams kind of like understanding like like the 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 batter of the universe kind of skill <laughs> which is cool yeah so i dump points into the, into a david lynch uh, <laughs> mode so yeah that's the mode i'm playing it in uh but yeah disco Elinchian. it's just a Elinchian indeed man it's just a lot in that game so i'm i'm uh, <clears throat> making my way through you because it has this system where you uh think about things yeah <laughs> you have to click a button that's like internalize <laughs> you ah. think about an idea for a while and you kind of mull it over and then you gain powers out of that hmm. but like what i'm not sure is like there's a guy with really horrible like um like basically eugenics style ideas on race right um, uh but and uh, but you, I, I'm I'm thinking about his horrible ideas in order to like talk to him and get you know 
uh, convince him. But I'm not. I don't want to like actually internalize those ideas <laughs> and have them change my character. Right. So I don't know how to. Yeah. So it's like how do I learn about all the racist stuff without turning racist? I don't know. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so I will see how that one pads out. I might have accidentally turned myself racist by thinking about yeah, it too much. I, I, so, think, <laughs> see, I, I, I mean, I'm still hungover for sure. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if that helps. I remember, that's like that's like the key fun. Well, I say fun, but like like you have to think about it just enough, right, that it doesn't take root. Yeah, is that there's some point? Yeah, because where it, it becomes... can start. Because I've definitely got character traits that will make me like lose my mind if I'm not careful or hmm. whatever. So. I have to be defending against that because uh, I'm talking. I, you know, the tie that you got get off the <laughs> yeah. that's spinning around at the start. That that I got the tie down and it and put it on and it talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> Great, because that's what I, <laughs> it's. Uh, yeah, I also just got a quest to uh, sing karaoke. So <laughs> excellent. This is my this is my kind of game. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's it's pretty good. All right. Um, it's not really like anything else I've ever played, really. Mm. Yeah, because it is kind of like under the hood. It's a little CRPG. It's just got a, like a new, yeah, a new and interesting set dressing. Yeah, yeah. It's just good writing and a lot mm. of choice and a lot of a lot packed into it. Because um, I don't think, I mean, I haven't got much further than the opening area, but I don't think it is a big game in terms of areas. I don't. No, think, I don't, I don't think, think of that impression. No. But it's just uh, you know a million ways that you can go through the mm. the, the the core mystery thing Embrace and, and cover what's going on in the world. <laughs> Whatever that starts yeah, exactly. Was. <laughs> yeah, and I have, a, I have a lovely pile of nothingness coming right up, sir. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I just want to get my partner to trust me. Basically, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure if I can. Um, what did I do that was stupid? Oh yeah, I. I interrupted the two old men playing a patonk and and I followed the prompts to like just get straight involved in the game without talking to them like pick up the ball and just just throw but for some reason my character shot putted it into the sea <laughs> and they're like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> uh, uh, anyway yeah it's a, it's a game is that sometimes a problem where is it like you pick one thing <laughs> because and, you think that, means not something not that much not that much. Generally, I haven't done things I didn't intend to do because I clicked the wrong like, thing. Like, Sometimes like, you get a little bit railroaded into options that, like, none of them are good uh, or none of them. It's not like, but not accident, like Mass Effect's accidental push guy out a window or whatever. Well, that one's justified. That guy's a dick, isn't he? Definitely push him out the window. <laughs> um, yeah. He's asking for it, that guy in Mass Effect. Oh. He li- he almost literally asked for it, like because that, you threatened him. That was not so much of a problem. It's when it's it's when the text prompt on screen doesn't match what you then say after you yeah, select it. Yeah, those, yeah, those are the yeah, actual problem uh, ones. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't happen in, in. Well, no, it doesn't happen in Disco. Yeah. So yeah playing that yeah and then undertale subvert your expectations the game right <laughs> yeah ideally so yeah <laughs> unless you've accidentally been spoiled about everything about undertale before you've played it which which is very easy to yeah, do because yeah. it's the internet which is easy to do yeah pacifism uh, run but yeah or charm run or whatever they're called like yeah i guess or just play it normally. Run. I just run away from most of the guys no the, i don't <laughs> fight their enemies uh but uh i'm sure at some point i'm gonna have to but uh they don't seem to be I think you do. Um, 
Well, I mean, that's why you have a pacifist. Be, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're giving no reason to punch them, so hmm. I'm sure at some point somebody will. Um, uh, and also, I don't trust that I actually am powerful enough to fight some of these guys or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, playing that. You've been Toby Foxed. <laughs> Not yet, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah maybe later. So. <laughs> yeah, anyway, what about you? Oh, God. <laughs> you don't have enough time to talk about No, not really. Stuff. I've been pondering... Well, there's only two other things to add to the list of things I've been playing, I suppose. I won't talk about anything else. Uh, I quickly played Virtual Racing on the Switch because it was cheap. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, it's a good version of that arcade game. You know, it's, I think it's the only version you can get that runs at 1080, 60. Mm. So the Switch version, mm. uh, it's quite it's quite a good way if you want to go and play some old... Like, the the first racing polygonal racing well no, probably not the first polygonal racing game sega i'm not gonna st- i'm gonna stop short of claiming that but it's you know model one arcade board no no textures for you boy that's <laughs> a it's a slightly odd game it's a slightly odd handling game but it's like like i i like that aesthetic that no texture aesthetic is kind of cool um but yeah mm. that's that's what that's about it's kind of neat um uh what i really wanted to talk about and i'm going to try and find a way to make this as concise as possible but i am gonna struggle so help me here uh it's bomb rush cyberfunk oh right yeah i forgot I forgot oh, that okay. Shit. that came out i, I thought um, you were waiting for something well, no, oh, i was yeah. wait, i was i was waiting for the xbox release right and that happened yeah right um, pretty quickly uh, okay because uh yeah because the switch version was like 30 fps capped or something and you, i could have gone into pc right, immediately right, right. but no i wanted to play it on my tv and listen to that banging soundtrack um, so, I, okay, like it, considering the time problem in this situation, have you finished it already? No. Okay. So, so there will be other, other things. There to will be talk more opportunity to talk about it. Um, I do want to like just just try and convey my like uh, impressions thus far because I think I don't think it's super long. Is is the impression I've got? I, Not reckon, sure. I'm, I'm, I mean, that sort of makes sense. I reckon I'm about either fifty to sixty percent of the way through its progression. Um, is my guess. Um, uh, I think they've managed to achieve eighty to ninety percent of a jet set radio. But that last, well, what but, does that mean? Does, what? Yeah. So this is. Uh, I mean, I've been. I've been. Uh, the best way to try and articulate this is to to first start with how poorly I think reviews articulate this, and I'm probably going to fall into this trap as well because I was a little bit surprised by the game scoring sevens when I went before I even played it. Right, right I yeah. was a little bit like, but the Jet Set Radio community seemed to be out in force in favour of this thing. Like, what what happened? Why is this not not scoring a little bit higher than that? Uh, this is the game people have been waiting for, right? And it's like, I've played it and I get it. I get why it's. A, I, I understand that it is that sort of score. It is a seven swimming in sevens yeah. game. Um, but I don't think the re- reviews really do a, a very good job at all of explaining that because the ones I've re- I've read have all felt positive, and like even it's getting a lot more eights now. By the way, it's oh, like is it? Is it picking up? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, interesting. Yeah. So, well, yeah, anyway, the reviews I read like before uh, I read these before it came out, and it was uh, well before the Xbox version came out, and after the Switch and PC version had been in people's hands. So maybe like they were playing the Switch version and the performance degradation was a problem for them although i'm really not sure how that's a problem um mm. uh anyway it was yeah they, they they read positive and then said is a seven 
you know, and I was a bit confused by that. And uh, yeah, now I've had my hands on it. I think I, I think I kind of get it. And I'm going to boil it down to the core concept of flair. And I, because I don't really think there's a huge amount of problems with how the game handles. It's a little more, if you're if you're familiar with Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future, it is, it is going for that, but it's a little more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, lenient. With like you've got more air control. It's a little less stiff than those games were. You, you've got you you mm. can um, the jumps feel more modern, I guess, right. and less floaty. But you also have like your key addition to your arsenal is this this boost jump you can do, which doesn't give you any extra height, but it gives you an extra push forwards or in any direction you push the stick at any time, which means you can do some really weird stuff, like go around the outside of billboards. Like, you know, there'll be a square pole and you can just you can jump off one wall, wall run and then boost jump back into the wall the wall on the other side and do some really weird stuff and you're going to need to do some of that to get to places and i actually don't think that's very super successful i actually think like doing those outside of thing jumps just looks and feels weird like it doesn't that doesn't quite work for me um but i also don't think like it they add a manual as well so like that's your way of keeping combos going in sections because it's like you actually want to be able to chain certain sections of level together that don't necessarily have a flow to them so you get you hold down right trigger and go into a manual for a while right which has a like a cooldown right. timer and then you can do tricks that eat into your boost bar uh to, to you know to keep that manual going for longer um it's it's little things like that you know they've met that's that's their way of shaking up the formula a little bit and they do kind of make the occasional moment where combo scores matter so and they they have a system for that. So there's like you know you score points for doing tricks, but you get a multiplier by going around a hard turn, leaning into a turn on a grind, or um, every time you hit a wall, a wall run it adds to the multiplier. But in order to keep that combo super large, you, you can only do that on a unique corner. So if you've already turned like hard turned a corner, you can't go back to that same. Just do loops basically because you won't get your multiplier up just going around the same bit over and over. You've got to do a unique corner, which means which mm. encourages you to try and find these epic long flows of trick and just keep them going over as much of the level as you can, which is kind of cool. Like I kind of like that, and they actually play into that a little bit by one of the nice, my probably my favorite thing in the game is there's these little dudes who have like their hand out, like these little statues that are like doing a high five, and you've got to try and get all of them in a combo, right. and then that and and then that unlocks like a little unlock somewhere in the level as as well, and I and I think finding those flows and finding those roots and trying to chain that together in one go is super fun. That's really great. Um, more of that, please. But to come back to my original point, I think like all of that is fine. The soundtrack is great as well. Like it's different from JSRF, which makes it's it's more modern, a bit more electronic. I guess if you're if you've played Lethal League, you kind of know what to expect. It's that kind of feel, which makes the Naganuma tracks stand out like a sore thumb. They're great because but, he did them in the old school style. Yeah, he's he's done them as Naganuma does. Okay. <laughs> so with the, like when when they come up, it's just like oh, I don't know that that fits anymore, which is weird. Like, uh, yeah, but it's 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 just that 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 extra twenty percent that that now you said like I don't know I, like it's the little things. There's no sound when you get when the game loads, right? So you don't have that cool radio transition that JSRF has and it's like whoop, 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 and then boom you're in the level and you're off it's like it's not that it's a silent loading pause 
it's there's no Professor K. There's no right. or any equivalent of that. So all the story is just things you read. There's no, there's no, and because there's no Professor K, and because they're not leaning into the the, the radio thing, which I guess isn't a thing now, right? Or is a different a different thing. Like you don't get that. Like even in the mixes of the music, which aren't bad, but they're not JSR good, right? The way the music transitions into each other and things like that. They've they've got those mixtapes they call them, but they're not as flamboyant, or they don't have those like. JSR transitions between them. Um, or if you're given a goal for an area, when you complete that goal, you don't get that cutaway where your guy does a dance and it goes like, yeah, the screen or anything like that. And you get none of that. Like, and it's just, uh, that's, that's, that's the 10 to 20% that miss that's missing. But I think that 10 to 20% really matters. Right. It, like it just, <coughs> it, as a mm. result of those things missing, it doesn't quite, it doesn't just doesn't elicit the same joy that I get from JSRF. Like that's so that same right, just like yeah. I'm overwhelmed by how cool this is. It's still cool. It's just not gut punching me with it. <laughs> like you know, I don't, I don't I don't feel it as hard. Um. So so I think I think they understand the concept of love, but but <laughs> but they they just they just can't live out their romantic dreams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can't quite feel it exactly yeah they yeah. understand the concept but they need to feel it exactly exactly it, it, it's i don't think it's as successful as making me believe they could uh, the actual game isn't successful isn't as successful as me believing they could do it as lethal league blaze made me feel that i as confident as i was in team reptile right there's, right there's something about lethal league blaze where you get you, you play that game and you're like hell yeah they could pull this off um there's a it's got I think Blaze is a little bit like limited on its flair, but it uses it wisely. If you know what I mean, like the big orange, like cutaways when you hit someone and the cool spin that it does, and right. you see that stuff. That this is the kind of thing I'm talking about when I'm talking about flair. It's those moments, those those like stand out, like that was rad, or the like invert when the ball's going super fast in that game, and even just the cutaway of it going game at the end of a round and like as simple as that like the i know it's stolen directly from smash brothers but that's that's cool and it's like those moments those that feel isn't here and i really need it to be i'm still having a good time i'm still I, like i again rob review i should make that clear i'm having a good time yeah it's just oh, come on right. i need a jet set radio three come on man <laughs> like it's so close. It's so it. close, but like this, this maybe needed like another year, I guess. To or I don't know. I don't know what it needed. It just needed something. Maybe I'm almost certain budget ran out, and like Team Reptile aren't a big team, right? They've they've done yeah. two games. It was a labor of love, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but there's limits, and, isn't there? To what you yeah, can do. I have a, I have a huge amount of respect for them getting as close as they they have done. It is the closest I think anyone has got to 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 what those games are. Um. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll get like Bob Ross Cyberpunk Blaze in like five years, and it will be as good as yeah. like Blaze was compared to the original. Yeah, I mean, the leap between those two games was not insignificant. And maybe your boy Candyman will turn up. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I mean, as we said, they should have. They clearly should have just crossed over those universes from the start. Yeah, absolutely. Just absolutely. put it in the Lethal League universe. 
I mean, it, would, it makes the hundred percent for like if like the skateboardist and the the blade, the roller bladeist, for, and and I think they are available as DLC on the PC version. Right. I think you can bring those characters in if you want, but they should have just made them the characters. That would have been fine. But I guess they're not. They're not all about getting all up in that graffiti. They're 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 too, I mean, they in, they're, they're too into the blaze. I suppose they could into have the been. league. <laughs> you don't know what the league guys do in their other off time. Yeah. <laughs> It's good, but it's not quite it. It's good. They just need to shut up and learn to eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to talk the soundtrack, like it's, it is that little bit like too, I wouldn't call it one note, but it's not as many notes as the, or as varied as, as, <laughs> no. the, as the absolutely wild and outstanding JSRF soundtrack. And it, it's not even as like inventive as, as JSR one, but. In some ways, those games are of their time, and it's like, could you yeah, could you even course. do that now? I don't know. I don't Probably know. Not. Yeah, it would have to be some moldy mum, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck about. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. That wasn't even censored. That's the crazy. I don't, no. think, they, I don't think they. I mean, knew the song is like, censored, right? Because there's oh yeah, there's, there's the Vietnam there's, War yeah, that's cut out, right? Yeah. There's definitely some some stuff that's not in that version but like not not much yeah. they didn't cut <laughs> not <No>. much <laughs> no they left most of it in yeah oh man anyway yeah I, th- right. I, I think well, i've wrapped that up as quick as it next time yeah i think i've made that yeah. as quick as i can I, I hope i hope that's the point it's the it's, it's all about the flair it's yeah. all about the flair yeah. and the reviews yeah. have missed well, that's kind that. of was my the, the reviews i've read have yeah. missed that and it's yeah it's the soul you've got to get those graffiti souls come on I mean, you can, I mean, you can still pick up like graffiti is still tags flying around in the levels. That's still a thing, but they're not. They're not like yeah, they, yeah. They're not like that. That cool logo. You got a graffiti soul, man. I was expecting. No, I, I, I was mean expecting it, even I the, meant that figuratively. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was. I mean, even I was expecting the title screen to even just be like the title screen was just like it's just a blank card. Like it's a title card. Like it's not like JSRF is like is. Like its identity is that intro screen, right? That that like the concept like my, of love playing favorite. and the animation of that logo coming together in its in its way, and just seeing the dudes skate around like at the yeah. t- especially at the time with like the quality of the Xbox graphics quality, uh, and it was just like that, we've yeah, arrived. Exactly. Like it had that sort of like boom. Here you go. Here's a here's a game. God damn it. And it's like this doesn't like, do that. <laughs> it doesn't even try. For to me, do that. still the coolest for me is still the first game menu with humming the baseline inside the. Oh, uh, so the, good! The, well, yeah, inside the that, garage. That's, yeah. that's inside the garage. Like they got rid of that for future, and like I like that. That was the best. <laughs> Just the coolness of that. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a different mix, isn't it? But it's still humming the baseline yeah. in, in JSR. Yeah, but, but yeah. I mean, in, in Jet Set Radio Future, you have that big area, kind yeah, yeah. of, which is the yeah, training ground, which is, and it doesn't have the... Yeah, but it's not as cool as the garage in the first game. Yeah. The, and, and they've the, done the that exact thing here as well. But, right, um, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool, that's a game uh, which we'll hear more of. And uh, that's also a podcast. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, we also have videos on YouTube, so check out Happy Salad, our channel on YouTube. There's more of our playthrough of uh, Beyond Good and Evil uh, coming up soon. Check out my... Uh... Yeah. 
super high fidelity flight stabilizer <laughs> animation <laughs> at the end of that video. Animations. Make it to the end of that video yeah. and you'll be treat in for a treat. The most work I've ever put in. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's hilariously bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> and for more audio podcast goodness, just you only have to wait two weeks and we'll be back. So we'll catch you then. Woo! Goodbye.